Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Rhyme of the Frostmaiden here on Dork Tales. My name's Kelly, I'm the Dungeon Master, I use he and him, and today we are in episode 23, if you can believe it or not. That is almost half a year of this game. What the hecky? I know, it's Whoa. like bright outside. I can actually see the sun in Hayden's window. What the hecky? <laughs> What the uh, so, you guys? What the hecky? Uh, so, folks, this is um, this is Ram and the Frostbane. If this is your first time tuning in, like I said, this is the 23rd episode. Uh, the game is set in the frozen land of Icewind Dale, up above the spine of the world in the Forgotten Realms, where the world, well, this part of the world at least, has been plunged into darkness for almost three years now by the song and magic of Oril, the Ice Maiden. And with that... Uh, I think it's about time to go ahead and introduce ourselves, uh, besides me at least. Uh, but real quick, I wanted to say a quick thank you uh, to my teammates, actually, uh, because they ambushed me with a Zoom call on Sunday? Was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Um, no, it was Saturday. Saturday. It was, Saturday? It was yeah, before right. when Hexter was going to be. All the oh. green screens picking up the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Yes. Is actually getting... Yes. That's so it funny. Is. That's, that's. I thought so that was great. the fun. That was the joke. Uh, so they, uh, they had a lovely uh, dice box made with a snappy lid, and uh, engraved it and everything, and made a really sweet thing. Uh, and I've got spoilers inside of this bin that I can't show you already. Oh, it doesn't snap quite like that. Don't want to stress the hinge. Uh, so I was gonna say you're gonna break that, and I'm gonna be very sad. <laughs> I'm not gonna break it. I keep putting Don't it on flat surfaces. It. It's fine. Uh, but I just wanted to say uh, to the entire Dorktales team, uh, thank you very much. I love you all. Thank you for going on this journey with me, and for all of the littler journeys that we go on together. Uh, I'm gonna move this somewhere safe, which means I'll never find it again. And then I also have to ask whether okay, or not I'll tonight. Find it for you. It's true. You will. Uh, whether or not tonight I should use these. Now, these are cursed and blessed dice. Right. Uh, this one has iron filings and salt in it. And this one has a mixture of crossroads and grave dirt in it. I kind of wish they would have put a skull on the one and like a <laughs> halo on the 20 on one of them. But like, I think I'm not sure if I'm ever taking these out of the bag. I'm curious, but we'll see if you are at a place where you need to do those. Um, so... Uh, what I wanted to do was uh, say thank you for that and to also say that if you like what we're doing here on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, uh, tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. because Wizards of the Coast is about to release Candlekeep Mysteries, which is a 17 one-shot anthology book. Uh, that we're going to start running whenever we have some spare time on the channel. And uh, it's going to have rotating DMs, which means you'll actually see me as a player and how bad I am as a player. It's going to be great. Um, love it. Um, but we've got some great people who are going to be coming in and role-playing and who are going to be helping run games like uh, Hayden and uh, Amy and James and Way are all going to be there. And maybe even some guest guest DMs from outside of Dorktales, which we'll have to see about that. Uh, now, without further ado, uh, why do we not go ahead and introduce ourselves, starting with the true blue one. Hi, Hayden. Hello. Hi, guys. I'm Hayden Navio. I am going to be playing Lysithian Callisto, the Moon Elf Wizard. All right. From downtown, hello, Robin. Oh, we're going in a weird way, but yeah, I love it. I'm doing it weird today. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Robin Holford. I go by she, they pronouns, and I'm playing 
the Stradankia uh, Mountain Dwarf Barbarian with a lovely accent that I, I don't know where it is anymore. It's just, it, this is Vistra. She doesn't come from anywhere, but it's just, it's this. This is this. All right. Up in the corner, we have Christine. Hello, I am Christine. I go by she, her, and I am playing the adorably awesome Callie Thornhill. She is our um, halfling druid. And she generally goes and turns into a dire wolf. So, or know. sometimes a bear. Generally dire wolf, though. Mm, that's true. They're more useful. Polar bear when I want to hit harder. All right. And down in the corner, out in the street. Uh, I don't remember the rest of that song, but I'm sure someone will fill me in, in the chat. Hi, Mike. Hey, everyone. My name is Mike. I'm rocking they, them pronouns. And tonight I am playing our human bard, Katarina Firestring. And I have a wig again this week. You do. The little shithead in the corner over there hasn't gotten to it yet. That is a rabbit if you're coming in for the first time, not an actual like roommate in the corner. That's <laughs> well, weird. Although I think your roommate would probably eat your wig. But um, that, that is fair. Uh, so that was the fun story from last week. And then Robin, did you want to share your any part of your story? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Let let's do this for the chat too. Um, so. On Saturday, I had I had a fun fun experience. Um, I ended up going to emergency. It's fine. I'm okay. So don't worry about that. More of the story is they sent me home to tell me to take painkillers. So it's all good. But the, the story I want to share here with the the, the Twitch um, chat is because my doctor, who has terrible bedside manners, has an amazing name. I ha I asked him to say it three times to me um, because I wanted to make sure that I got it right. His name. You ready for it? Who are? I, I think you just heard it wrong. I think it was Harwar. I think it was no. Harwar. It was who are. It was who are. No. I had him say it three times because I was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. One more time. One more time, Doc. Who are? And what did he look like? He looked a little bit like Adam Driver. <laughs> vindicated. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking moment from Brooklyn Nine Nine of vindication. Vindication. <laughs> Oh, oh so man. Bloody. And uh, the Needs More Horror shirt will be up again soon because I, I need, need it. it. Also, hello, everybody in the chat. I know, I need it too. We need to get long also, sleeve shirts. I forgot to mention my pronouns like a dummy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I go by they, them. So does Lysithian. So that makes it super easy. Yeah, barely. with Lysithian, yeah. it makes it super simple. Super easy, barely an inconvenience. Super easy, barely an inconvenience. Hello, everybody in the chat. Hey, Art Hard. Hey, Drizelta. Hey, Frog. Hey, Chef. Wow, God, everybody's in here tonight. Everybody's here, yeah. Everybody's great. here. Let's, Let's do this. Open. All right. Heckin' all y'all here. <clears throat> so, folks, uh, last time, if you tuned in, what you... Um, what we covered was the return from the Sunblight Fortress. You all managed to make it back down, well, I guess up, to um, to the Ten Towns and to Bringander after a fateful encounter with the white worm almost dying in the process at the hands of the worm and a pack of winter wolves you manage to eventually survive and hide long enough that you can seek a bit of comfort inside of the walls of Brinchander. once there you met some new friends you met some old friends and learned about some quests that needed to be done for Velen. in the meanwhile though you had a promise to keep one you plan to find a diamond worth enough quality to resurrect Trovis, the speaker from um, 
the speaker from Care Dineval. Uh, Kara Koenig. Kara Koenig. Damn it, I always mess yes. those two up. Right? Uh, yeah, Kara Koenig. Yeah. I, as soon as I said it, I'm like, Dineval. I'm like, nope, that's wrong. That's wrong, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Trovis. And uh, also to replace the arm of Jarthra, the ranger who lost her arm uh, saving Katarina's life last episode. So uh, that was a hell of an episode. And... Uh, we are going to start in media res right now um, with y'all traveling northward. It's a bit later in the day on the next morning. A little past noon when you find yourself moving northward past the lonely woods. It's a long trip, but your dogs are enjoying the passage. They need the exercise after being cooped up for the past three days. The sleds pull north, eagerly. You head up, along the road, past Targus, up above Tourmaline. And then, you have two choices. One is that you could cut around to the west heading toward the town of Lonely Wood, and then up along the coast of Mare Duladon. Or, you could cut directly across the expanse in the Dwarven Valley, well, north of the Dwarven Valley at least, heading to the east of the Lonely Wood and up to where the cabin that Copper the Gnome sent you to go check on. Now, Copper unloaded a number of supplies with you this morning. Things to restock and refuel his friend and, well, distanced friend, Macritus. Apparently, they'd been up there working on some invention, some project. Given the state of the Tinker Gnome's workshop, it boggles the mind to think of what they could have been doing. But... Despite the schism in their relationship, they were genuinely... Well, he was genuinely worried for his friend. And agreed to make a prosthetic arm for Jarthra, should you go and check on him. And so, you head north. Do you take the way across the tundra, or take the slightly longer route, hugging the tree line and skipping around the lake and towns? I think probably uh, going along the tree line would be a better bet. Yeah. I yeah. Think so going through the towns? Okay. Yeah. More protection from blizzards and stuff. Mm. All right. Now, there is a bit of a speed boost there. As you round the southern bend of the Lonely Wood, heading up toward the town of Lonely Wood you find that there's not much to speak of there. If any of you have been to Lonely Wood in the past, you'll recognize it as a small town, barely a hundred souls in it. The heraldry that drapes above Town Hall is two narrow white triangles on a field of green, forest green, looking like a, um, looking like an hourglass that's trying to get into bikini season weather. And uh, as you move north, 
you'll see that the few shops that are there in town, the Happy Scrimshander, a little general store, and the Lucky Liar Tavern are the only things that are open. Mayor Duladon is frozen over a good 30, 40 feet into the water. Hmm. It's cold today, and it bites at the exposed parts of your face and eyes. Perhaps you wonder as you're riding northward whether or not your friend Mary will be around today. For that's her lake. But you press north. And let me just check something real quick. Ooh, I wasn't supposed to roll that, but let's see what happens. It's always a good sign. It's always a good sign. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I said it was noon, so hey, congrats. <clears throat> and with that, you proceed northward. As you do at the edge of the forest, you are going to notice that there is a series of tracks laid down in the ground. A quick glance confirms Yetis. It looks like you just missed them. They're fresh, only a couple of hours old. And going what looks like around the north side of Merdulalden toward Bremen. But they'll probably never reach Bremen. It's too much of a walk. And Yetis prefer, well, the cold away from civilization. Do you pursue or keep going towards the cabin? Keep going towards the cabin. Yeah, I was going to say probably best yeah. to just go straight yeah. to the cabin. Okay. And with that, you'll continue northward. Eventually, reaching the cabin. As you do, you... You ride your slides northward. And eventually, you'll find a long, steady rise waiting for you. Perched on the edge of a snowy ridge above a gorge is a black lodge on wooden stilts. Whatever path might have led to this ramshackle retreat lies buried under snow, but your dogs are happy to make the work. Icy steps climb to a snow-covered walkway that clings to the south side of the structure. The building's slumped posture and sagging snow-covered roof, coupled with the broken windows and loose, flapping shutters, suggest utter abandonment. Large snowdrifts huddle around the rotting stilts and engulf a nearby woodshed and outhouse. Only the wind and a bit of passing birds in the distance are company to this sinister an isolated place. As you ride up, what do you do? There's a large expanse in front of you, about about 60 feet to where you would be able to reach the stairs. Does it do, look, No, what? go ahead. 
Sorry, I was gonna say, does it look like there's any like f fresh tracks to like the house or something? Like, does it look like there's a path, like any like worn path of? Make me an investigation check. Okie dokie. Which one of you children are gonna work tonight? Not me. Apparently not this one. That's <laughs> gonna be just a straight nine. Okay, so, and I also say nine. Uh, no, nine. actually, looking around, um, doing a cursory glance, it looks like it snowed here recently and heavily. Now the snow is gathering overhead and coming down in a light dusting. It took several hours to reach here, even with your dogs rushing at the ready. You can see that the sun, well, what passes as sun in Icewind Dale, is already dipping below the mountain range. Pardon me, it wouldn't be dipping. It would be dipping toward the bay of, uh, or the, the sea of moving ice. There are no mountains in that direction, just frozen water. So dipping beyond the horizon, I should say. Now, as you look around, do you, do you check the outhouse? Do you look around or just, are you just poking around looking for footprints? Yeah, I was just gonna say it's more like looking for signs of recent habitation. Like, okay. Yeah, so, movement. glancing around, you don't see any at the moment. Your dogs curl up on the ground and pant and and rest themselves next to the wood pile. What's everyone else doing? Um. Does it look like there's a fire on? Like, is there smoke? Is there there's, light? Like, be a perception roll. You know what? I'm gonna use my icy blue dice. I think that's probably the game for it. Very ice windy. So that was perception. That was perception. Yes. Okay. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. You don't smell fire, but you do smell fire wood. Something's burned around here pretty recently. You can smell. Kind of the lingering scent of like of hickory roasted meat. Someone was cooking here yeah, a while ago, and um, the smell is still fresh on the air. And yet, as you glance around, you're going to notice that animals, although you can hear birds in the distance, that is where you hear them. None of them are getting any closer. Than the distant tree line. That's a little weird. Yeah, I was just gonna say there's a weird vibe around here. Lysithian, what are you doing? Um, I wanted to um just start maybe making my way up the stairs and like investigating that area. Now, as you walk up the stairwell, it climbs up until you're about twenty feet up on those rotted hold stilts that hold the house in place. From the top of the stairwell, you are walking around a tight banister, that uh, a walkway that runs the outside of the cabin. From here, you can see that the gorge that this, this cabin's built on is a good 100, 120, maybe even 130 foot drop. At one point, you think that the cabin was on secure ground, but from up here, the way that a few of the posts are leaning off suggests otherwise. The gorge 
probably eroded, naturally or unnaturally. This cabin will one day be at the bottom of that. Hopefully you won't be inside of it at that time. As you head up, there are two doors immediately available as you round the corner of the stairwell. One immediately on your right, on the other side of, uh, of an old frosted window. There are two windows on the, on the northern, well, pardon me, on the southern wall to your north, and another door at the very furthest side. Now, as you're walking, these planks are old, but they are holding your weight. They're not doing it quietly. Every step that you take threatens to sag or snap underneath your relatively light footfalls. And occasionally, there will be a one, two, or even three-foot gap where the boards have collapsed onto the ground below. I'd no. like... To... No, go ahead. No, please. I was going to say, I'd like to um, make my way towards the door and nice. just sort of uh, try to get a look inside if there's any windows or anything. There is, actually. The windows are quite large here. You think that with a little bit of shimmying, you could actually lean through them and crawl through. But as you glance through the window and some of the snow off of them, it's there's no condensation. There's no... There's nothing blocking you. No, no fog or anything. And as you look inside, frost... Frost is the reason. It's the same temperature inside as it is out. For frost covers every surface of this abandoned workshop. It's a large room. About 25 by 25. You can see that there are various tools spread across a wooden table at the center of the floor with t bits of twisted metal. The large table is cocked at, a, at an awkward angle, like it was just set down haphazardly. Another window looks out from the opposite wall, and you can see into the tree line through it. Looking through the window, you'll also see that um, there's a bookcase pressed against the north wall. Can you make me a perception roll? That's a natural one. That's a natural one. Something moves in the darkness. As you watch, a dark shape, a hand, moves across the bookshelf. Several of the papers fly to the air and float slowly to the ground. But you don't get a look at the person who did it. Okay. Katarina, what are you doing during all of this? Um, well, she was most interested in the cabin, so that's where she was headed as well. Okay, so Lysithian, as you're looking through the window, you'll hear... As Cat follows up behind you. Uh, and uh, you guys, if you want, I do have the map up for you to look at. Okay. So. Oh, neat. Yeah, so it's already ready. And... Um, if you think that I should put this out on the uh, on on visual as well, let me know. But I think that describing it's a little more effective. I think so. This is just and this podcast is most friendly. 
it's more po- well, and it's more friendly to people who can't watch actively at all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, this is just helpful for as a reference point. Um, if the chat really wants it, I'll swap it over. But I'm going to keep describing it in this detail. Um, <clears throat> as you head up, you'll see that Lysithian is perched and looking through a window. On the other side, they um, they see something along the northern wall. It vanishes. And you're not sure exactly what it was, Lysithian. But Kat, you've gone up there. Are you going to push past and try to go through the front of the building? Uh, yeah, she's going to wander over to this window, to the northern, one of the northern windows along the walkway, mm-hmm. past the front door. Sounds good. As you head up to that window, looking through, make me a perception roll. Coming right up. Cool. And uh, do it with... Uh, do you have any light source on you at the moment? Um, she would have cast light on her on her blade. Okay. That's her usual go-to. Okay. Um, so that'll be a 16. 16. Okay. So holding up your blade to the window, uh, you look inside. Now, Callie and Vistra, are you going up as well? Probably if if they if they're kind of communicating that they're seeing things, Vistra will probably yeah. make her gander up. She's a bit hesitant about the stairs, so she'll probably let like Callie go first and be like, "I'll go last in case my weight breaks these steps. I don't want anyone to fall after that." Well, Callie's going to kind of be looking around because she's a little like, "Okay, is there a?" She's kind of keeping an eye on the whole area around because this is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and she's not 100% sure because the birds being farther away kind of says something's weird about this area or something's happened recently and they're scared. So she's just going to be very careful and not like lose sight of the surrounding area per se. Sounds good. On that uh, note, I can't see the map. It's black. Oh, it was black? Apparently. I just hit refresh and hopefully that'll work. Okay. Um so also I just wanted to say real quick uh, a, a little hello at the moment to DM Mike Gaming in the chat um, who left some great comments about um, how being descriptive is very important to viewers that may not be able to to gain anything visually from a game and how it makes the game more inclusive. So thank you very much. That's actually changed the way that I, I try to approach describing scenes and I really wanted to thank you for, for that comment. It really it meant a lot to me. Um, so thank yes, you so much. It's made us way more just kind of aware of what we're doing and yeah. trying to make sure that we describe it and not just act it out because of making it accessible so everybody can really join in the fun. Anyway, and so thank you very much for your lovely comments and chat as well. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. All right. I didn't want to make too big a deal about it, but I just want to say thank you. Let's let's hop back in. Uh, so as you are, as you're looking around, Katarina, pushing the, your blade up against the window, you get a bit of the light reflecting back at you, but you'll be able to see inside. And you said you got a 16 on your roll? Yes. The room in front of you is in disrepair. The roof above has innumerable holes in it. Snow has fallen into the room and is collecting around the corners, being blown by stiff winds. The window to your left is completely shattered, as are two others on the side of the gorge. The one that you're looking through, even, is still intact, but it's cracked and 
difficult to make out anything through. However, in front of you, you'll recognize a table as well as a fireplace on the right. But the table in the center of the room amidst several broken wine bottles is a round, frost-covered object, about six inches in diameter. As you're looking through the window, the rest of you head up the stairwell, making your way around. Callie, how far are you going? You're muted. Yeah. Um... I I don't know. I still can't see the map. That's, uh, it's just a black square to me. Well, so. But you don't need the map, so it's fine. Okay. Um, I hadn't gone in yet, so, so right I was going to kind of spread us out a bit so we're not clumped up in a group that could be easy to attack. Okay. So right now, Vistra is slowly making her way up the stairwell behind. The stairwell wraps up the southern wall goes up about 20 feet and then on the the inside of the cabin basically on the inside wall well the outside wall on the inside of, of like its l-shaped bend um is this little walkway most of the railing has collapsed over time and you are actually going to have to do little across the little gaps that are much larger for you than anybody else and um, as you do so, Katarina is on the, the northern side of the L-Bend looking through a window. Uh, however, there's another door um, about 20 feet from her on the left. Okay. Um, I think Callie will also attempt to peek into the windows to get try and get a sense of what might be in there. Okay, sounds good. Can you give me an athletics test? <laughs> She's too short. Uh, it's going to be 10. Okay. Uh, so you are going to head over past Katarina to where there is a broken window. Uh, however, this broken window is situated where there are quite a few gaps in the boardwork right there. So it's right above this missing three-foot section of walkway. And as you gear up for it, you're like, okay... Well, here we go. You jump up and grab onto the window ledge, and you manage to grab it. But you can't find any footing. The side of the building is too slick with ice at this point, and you find yourself kind of just hanging by your fingers over this 20-foot drop, kind of scrabbling your feet. You're not falling, but you're not really doing anything else at the moment. And hmm. as that is happening, Vistra, what are you doing? Um, I was just going to say, could like looking back south, like now that like she's 20 feet above the ground, can she see anything like more in the area like by the outhouse in the firewood area is there anything more kind of no looking around the area no it's deserted okay uh so seeing callie having some issues right beside me can i jump in and give her a hand yeah totally you can just like you can literally pick her up and move her she's like what 30 pounds something like that yeah all right yeah she's going to be like oh here <laughs> And make sure that Callie is secure. And... 35, thank you very much. Oh, well, I figured you've lost some weight due to, due to stress. And mild starvation, so sure. That's valid. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so as you pick um, as you pick Callie up and move her back over, what's Lysithian doing? Still looking into that workshop? 
Yes. Um, I'd like to be looking into the workshop and maybe starting to squeeze my way through the window. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, the window actually will open as you push on it. Okay. And as you do... You can easily go through it. It takes a moment of wriggling, but you find yourself on the floor of this room. Looking around, there is... Um, there's a sound that's coming from the northern wall. There's something moving by the bookshelf or between the bookshelf and the far wall where there's about a foot gap. The sound of tearing paper comes next. What do you do? I'm going to uh, cast light in my hand. Okay. All right. Uh, there's a sudden explosion of motion, and bits of paper and scroll work explodes off of the shelf, fluttering to the ground as you hear the sound of scraping and clawing. Can Vistra hear that out, out from the window? She's right by the window, kind of keeping an eye on Lysithian. Yeah, as you Can... kind of lean up, you'll just see, like, a ton of stuff. Oh, actually, make me a perception roll. Okay. Damn. I think you're... That's a nat 20. Okay, you will see the Lysithian walks into the room, looks around, and glances over at this bookshelf, and then summons a, a sphere of light into their hand, at which point it looks like a small family of squirrels living in the bookshelf explodes out of fear and starts scrabbling into a hole in the wall. It's just some squirrels, Lysithian. I wasn't going to attack them, I was just trying to see them better. Okay. <laughs> you went ski it a little bit? Just a little bit? No. Okay. Not really. Okay. It Allie's gonna kind of twist in Katarina's grip and be like, "What's going on?" Ossipian <laughs> scared some squirrels. It's okay. There's nothing in here. Just some old books. And I would like to walk over and start looking at the old books. Vistra will also kind of gander in the room, keep an eye out with Ossipian. That's gonna put Callie down beside her, um, and head towards the door. Yeah, All right, Callie's towards the front door up. or the workshop door? Uh, front door. Okay, sounds split good. Party, split the Allie's party. gonna go with Katarina. Okay, Ooh. so we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, so, um, give me just a second. Uh, actually, I just need to go put a bandit on my finger because I just sliced it open. Why would you do that? Okay. I know. Right? I, I'm gonna stick okay. with Lysithian and Vistra actually for a minute okay. anyway, so that works out for me. That works. Then. All right, so Lysithian and Vistra, as you are in that room, the workshop is. Like I said, frost covered. There are various tinker tools and blacksmith tools just laying around everywhere. Bits of metal, screws, random bits of iron ingot, as well as several molds and casts. Someone was building something here quite a while ago. Yeah. Maybe weeks, maybe months. It's hard to tell under this much frost. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Um, 
remind me because it's been a moment mm-hmm. and I don't have my notes from that particular session with me. I know I'm failing as a note taker. That's okay. Um, what exactly are we looking for at this cabin? Like, uh, so we were uh, just checking in on him, right? Yeah, Copper yeah. Uh, and Macritus uh, were okay. partners up there, and they basically just they had an argument. And Copper left. And had been down in Brinchander for a couple months and hadn't heard about his partner or any supplies going up. So he just was okay. worried about him. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure we're here to find someone, but I could, yeah. for some reason, I was like, are we looking for anything? Okay, so I'm going to look. Um, and it looks, from what we saw outside, that there's really been no one here, right? But it, like, this. No, this looks entirely abandoned. Um, okay. So yeah, um, what what Copper said. I'm just going to read the entry to you real quick uh, yeah. because it has been since the initial quest. It's been about two months, three months. Yeah. I um, uh, was worried about a friend who was conducting research at an old cabin in the wilderness. Said the characters, uh, if you find themselves nearby, he'd appreciate it if you looked in on him uh, because he was trying to build a device that would end end the eternal winter. Okay. Mm, yes. I would like to. Knowing that, I would like to check around uh, through the books and the notes to see if mm-hmm. I can find anything about that device. And if there's any materials that look like they would be of use, I'd like to take those and put those in my bag. Yeah, Sounds I was going to say, Vister wants to look to see if there's anything like Chardalion. She wants to know if anything's like making the cuckoos happen okay. or something. Both mm-hmm. of you make me an investigation roll to see what you find. Oh, my dice fell off the fucking... <laughs> Bye. It landed in my lap as a nat twenty, but I'm not going to count that because I mean like that. Where dress. where would where would the most nat twenty place to roll a dice <laughs> be, bring, right? Bring. I mean, it'll be a seventeen. That's, but if you okay. want to count the nat twenty that landed uh, on my dress, I'll yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it's addressed. <laughs> okay, uh, and nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so you both did very well. Yeah. Looking around, I will say there's not terribly much here. Vistra, you don't notice any Chardalian, first of all. What you'll notice is those tools are in pretty good repair. If you wanted to hang on to those, you could. Or if you wanted to... Well, I guess Macritus is still here, so that would be stealing. So maybe don't do that. Um, but they're fine tools. Um, although they appear as abandoned as this place. Lysithian, as you're going through, you will see that... Um, in the gap between the bookshelf and the wall, there's a hole. And you can see down the side of one of the stilts that holds this house up through the hole in the floor. There's a bunch of nesting material in the brief spacing beneath the floorboards, and you think that's probably where the squirrels come from. Mm-hmm. The few books that are on the shelf are eaten. They're torn through or soiled or damaged from weather. But some of the notes aren't. A lot of them are strange blueprints that don't seem to make any sense. A lot of them with hatch marks and crosses drawn through them. X's. No, not this. Not this. Try again. Looks like old schematics. Failed ones. But could be interesting to hang on to those. As you're looking around, you will, um, you'll also find that, um, there are several twisted bits of metal on the table. As if 
marred by a great hammer strike where the metal is cracked or shattered. Nearby laying on the floor is just such a small hand sledge dropped to the ground a dent in one of the rear wooden walls as if someone smashed something in a rage. Besides that, there's nothing here. Frost covers everything. Except for that small patch on the table that says help. As if drawn by a finger. Does it look recent? Uh, With everything else being covered? You don't remember seeing it as you came in. You investigated the table once, both of you. It looks very recent. However... Did you draw this as a thing? Why would I write this? I don't know. It wasn't even a minute ago. Um... I would like to, um, I don't have it prepared, but I'd like to, um, cast, actually, no, I have my fucking weasel, or my ferret. Um, I would like to, I just remembered that I had my, <laughs> my ferret. Are you I have Tibbs. Great. Uh, I would like to, uh, send Tibbs down into, through the squirrel hole mm-hmm. to investigate down familiar. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just uh, put my hand on Vistra's shoulder and look through Tibbs. Okay. Uh, Tibbs is going to go down through the squirrel hole and um, is going to start investigating the underside. Uh, a family of squirrels hisses and chatters at, uh, at Tibbs as, as he kind of just gives them a look and continues on his way, uh, squirming on under the under the beams. Uh, you are going to see quite a few things about the underside of this place, one of which is going to be that this is in particularly bad repair. It looked like it before, but this close to the under beams? Oh boy. This place is headed for trouble. And soon. Meanwhile, we'll catch back up with Tibbs in a second. Meanwhile, as you head up to the front door, how do you open it? Um, Katarina and uh, Kelly. Does it look damaged at all, or like like beyond disrepair? Or as you are uh, as you're walking there, how much does um, how much do you weigh, Katarina? Ooh, let me double check. I haven't looked at that in a while. You dare ask a lady her she- weight? <laughs> Well, so rude. War, war. Um, she well, weighs war. 130 pounds. 130. And now you were carrying Callie. At one I did point. put her down. You yeah. did put her down. Yeah. Okay. Callie uh, has been restored to the boards. Yep. Okay. One sec. Oh, oh. my fat ass is going to drop through the boards. Bye, guys. This is uh, not good can for Can you make Mr. me a deck save? Yep. Coming right up. Let's do this. <laughs> Bye, folks. Um, that's gonna be. Oh, that's a three, not an eight. Uh, six, nine. Nine? Okay. Nine. <laughs> Oopsies. Do you have determination? Uh, no. Okay. 
Three, two, one. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Katarina, uh, you are going to take a little hop across the hole toward the front door after setting Callie down. Okay. And as you touch down on the other side, the floor is going to... Uh, and snap and drop you. You are going to fall 20 feet onto the ground. You're going to take one point of bludgeoning damage from the cushioned fall. Oh, that was going to be way worse. And then... Oh, no. The ground is... The ground is slick here. And you begin sliding. I... Um... And before you can catch yourself... You find yourself airborne over the side of the gorge. Oh no! Uh, I have to roll some dice. One second. Oh no! Uh, how many hit points do you have? Uh, I have 79. Um, okay. Can I take a, a, an action to scream? Oh yeah, you can always take an action to scream. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, she is going to like let out like a full like anime girl scream. Not okay. the not the goofy Yahoo hoo hoo scream. No, no, just like the full like, the full <laughs> anime schoolgirl scream. And I didn't see her fall, did I? You did not. No, you just okay. suddenly behind you as you're looking at the frosted the frosted writing are going to hear <laughs> and then a scream. I wouldn't have seen her fall anyway. My, I'm looking. Yeah, you're you're your, your yeah. ferret vision. <laughs> um, so you are going to look up as the ferret at the sound of the scream. See Katarina hit the ground and slip over the edge of the gorge. Katarina, you're gonna take 53 points of bashing damage. Oh. Uh, from the 120 foot uh, fall, uh, you are prone and are going to land hard at the bottom of the gorge. Now it's 53. 53. Okay, so 54 with that extra one there. Cool. Callie, what are you doing? You're right there. Uh, I... I don't think there's anything she can do. <laughs> Until I guess start figuring out... I, She's going to start looking through the hole to try and kind of figure out, like, okay, where where did Katarina land? Is she alive? Okay, so um, to get over there, you'll have to jump. And how we might retrieve her. So you'll have to do a running jump across a 10-foot missing gap now. There was only about 5 foot missing, but then the other 5 collapsed when Katarina stepped on it. Okay. Oh, you fly. <laughs> That's true. You could turn into a bird and fly down. Well, there's no point wasting it until I'm sure, because I only get two, remember? That's true. That's true. I just remember having a conversation where I found out that I'm the only person in this party that can't fucking fly yet. <laughs> and there's a yet. Vistra will fly at 13th level. I mean, just, just go over to the edge. It's true. I could cast Feathered Fall on you, but that would mean not looking through my ferret, so. No, oh, that's fine. <laughs> we got ferret vision. All right. Um, but, but uh... Uh, quick note, uh, Christine, Callie has heard Katarina talk quite a bit about being able to polymorph, so. Okay. Okay. Uh, down at the, um, as you look around, can you make me a perception roll from up here, Callie? Sure. That die is going in the uh, bin tonight. 
All right, so at the ground, you can both see and hear Katarina at the bottom of the gorge going, making these awful, awful pained noises. Are you alive? Uh, yeah. Just in pain. That hurt a lot. I have a headache now. Um. So is it that this house is built on the edge of a cliff? Yes, sort of it's on the edge of um of a um, of a gorge. Yeah. Okay, I see. So it's not that this is a weird underground cavern underneath the house. No, no, no. Basically, it okay. was built on the edge of a cliff, and then the cliff eroded over time. So now that now half of the house is kind of perched over nothing. Okay, so there's kind of a, a scoop there, away portion yep, almost. Yep. Okay. Your map's Slid still not working, icy huh? Patch. No. That's so weird. Yeah, it's mine's not working black. either. So. Really? No. Oh, oh mine is just because mine is, but we're in the room, so we I can only see the room that we're in right now with line of sight and stuff. I can't see hmm. the outside of the building. I can't see our figures. Nothing. Okay. Yeah, I can see anything, and I wasn't going to use it tonight anyway. I'm just yeah, that's fine. Christine, it. when you have a sec, just relog and unlog. But when you're not doing anything, log out and in. Um, so yes, as you're directly in front of you, you're, you're walking along this walkway, and uh, so Katarina fell, slipped over the edge, uh, but is making noise, which is pleasant. All right, can you make your way back around? Yeah, I'm sure I can figure my way back up. This just okay. gonna like lean her head out the window and be like, "Is everything good over there? We hit a scream." Um, well, Katarina's down there now. What? Okay, is she, is she alive? I mean, she's talking, so... Well, that's good. Okay. Well, I see things in ferret vision right now, and they're kind of holding on to me, so I don't really want to leave them. I can't see her. I can't see it or hear shit as Lysithian. Yeah, um, you're using can the, I... the familiar... Mm -hmm. Uh, but as Tibbs, can I, like, mm. go find, like, can I instruct Tibbs to go find Katarina and, like, start, like, sniffing at her, like, to make sure she's okay? Yes. Uh, can you make me an acrobatics roll for, for Tibbs? Or, from yes. an athletics roll? Yes. Hold on. I'm going to double check there. Picking stats. Tibbsletics. Actually, real quick, Christine, when you're looking at the map right now, can you see this? It's refreshing. Okay. <laughs> opening because I had stats open for weasels. Oh, you pinging? Yes. Weird. Okay, hold on. Beep, beep, beep. Can you see now? Let me hit refresh. Okay, because I have because I had vision on for you. But I have you emitting light, so you should be able to see. Like, it shouldn't be just black. Well, and even, like, so... peering in from the outside, there should be ambient light. Right? Because it's not darkness. It's not nighttime. Yeah. No, it's still black. Yeah, it's still black for me, too. I can see the pings, but I can't see anything else. That's so weird. Yeah, I can see I can see the room that we're in I and, like, the, the little strips of light. Obviously, the line of sight is working, so I can see the parts of the cabin that are outside. Sec. To the oh, hold on. That I, I can fix it. Boom. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I can see it. It's because your, your icon got unassigned. Oh. <laughs> That's what. I assigned them, and then they didn't take. So there we go. Now Hayden should be able to see, too. Cool. Uh, uh, so it's an unnatural one. Ooh. Okay. But it's still a one. Oh, God. Um, 
Tibbs has a single hit point, mind you, so. Uh, so Tibbs is going to scour around the edge and kind of, you'll get kind of a worried feeling through you. I'm not, like, the whole, like, mm, just, there's a lot of, it's a lot of down, but I trust you. And then, squeak! Thump, 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 and it's going to fall down the hole. And it's going, <laughs> I don't even... It's 14d6. I don't even need to roll. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tibbs! Wh- what happened? You're back. He bamfed. He oh. fell. Oh. oh. Is he but dead? Pre- like... I'll have to take time to resummon. Oh, you can bring him back? That's good. That's good. I can't. Uh, no, he's not like dead forever. Okay, but... uh, uh, this is weird. I came back it's... to the hotel and you you had this thing. I oh, yes. No, that that's magic. It's a whole magical ah, thing. Ah, cute. Um, basically, so I can like look. I should have told you beforehand, but I was kind of just kind of focused on figuring out what was down there uh, after help. Uh, so pretty much uh, the best way to describe this is I can't see or hear anything uh, from me when I... Uh. I basically I can when I was doing that I could see and hear through Tibbs. So if you fuck with me or if you try to talk to me, I'm not going to hear you at all. But mm. I can feel what you're doing. So if you punch me in the face, I will feel it. Okay. So that's why you grabbed onto my shoulder. I get yeah, it. No, I, I figured you're I doing something weird. It's magical. So yeah, basically. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah fine. No. But now you know. Yeah. And now Tibbs is gone, and that really sucks. I'm sorry, but yeah. um. Should we go find the others? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing really in this room other than that really creepy writing that's kind of freaking me out a little bit. We should figure out where that came from. Um, yeah. I'm gonna call down. Um, uh, Katarina, can you hold on for ten minutes, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna fly up. Cool. I'm going to ritual cast some magic. You, you. You okay? Yeah, I mean, is it something to get me back up there or do I need to find my own way up there? No, I wasn't going to help you. I mean, I can if you want, but oh, I wasn't okay. going to help you. Okay, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. You do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Great. And we'll meet up in the middle somewhere. Meet you also, up in the middle. Also, if this guy's hiding, he's totally heard us from by now. So this, we've lost <laughs> yeah. all surprise for anything, but we're checking I'm, up on him, so it's fine. I'm going to cast, uh, after seeing the um, uh, fucking magic, I'm going to um, mm-hmm. going to cast uh, see invisibility. Not see invisibility, uh, fucking uh, detect magic. I'm going to take... The ten minutes to detect magic to see if there's anything like weird around here. Sounds good. My friends. Are you just doing it inside of the workshop there? Yeah. Okay. That works for me. Um, and uh, just so just so you're aware, the chat asked to see the map, so I have put it on the screen. We're just gonna keep role playing accordingly, though. Oh, kidokies. Cool. So right. the section that Katarina fell through. Mm-hmm. Is the section outside of the front door? Yes, the front door is directly in front of you on the other side of the gap. About a 10-foot jump, which your strength score okay. is above 10, right? <laughs> it's 10. Okay, with a running jump, you can make this. Okay, I'm going to do that then. You hurl yourself across the gap and come down. And now, while, while the workshop was kind of like... Seem- so far from what we can tell, closed and empty and gone. I'm just gonna kind of check 
before. I feel like it's not appropriate to just walk into somebody's house even if I'm looking for them. The doorknob twists in front of you. And opens slowly. Hello? Silence echoes. Hello? What was his name? Macritus. Macritus. Mr. Macritus! Nothing responds. I'm gonna assume because the door opened I can come in. So she's gonna push the door a little farther open to see see what she can see. Okay. Now, Vister, are you headed over as well? Um, well, I see things do this um Detect ritual cast. Mm. Vister's not gonna like leave their side because, you know, smart okay. squishy wizard, but she'll kind of like stake a step outside the door to kind of like keep an eye on both like what Callie and Katarina are doing mm-hmm. and Lysithian's kind of being like keeping an eye out of <laughs> both so head on a swivel basically making sure but everyone's okay okay sounds good do you head inside of the room Callie well I want to kind of push the door open so I can see mm-hmm. what I'm walking into <laughs> make me a perception roll to see what you can see Meanwhile, at the bottom of the hill, uh, Mike, how are you getting back up? You're transforming into something? Yeah, I was. Uh, first, I'm going to take a quick look around here, see if see if there's anything at all down here. Looking around, it's mostly just fallen trees and bits of rubble from the underside of the house. Rotted timber. And in the distance, the howl of wolves. No, uh, no Macritus? No body. No body and no other way up that I can see? No, absolutely not. Not without climbing gear and good good climbing gear at that. And I don't think I have any climbing gear. Oh, thank you very much for the subs. Uh, Is that Breck? It's Breck. Yep. Oh, thank you, Breck. That's really sweet. This is how Breck always enters the chat now lately. (laughs) It's just like, gifts, I'm here. He just likes to flex. Oh my god, so flex. That's okay, we love him. Um, So I do actually have climbing gear. Uh, how long would it take with climbing gear to get up? 120 feet with climbing gear, uh, probably 10 minutes. It's well, it's like not particularly good. What's that? It's like 100 rounds of combat. Yeah, well, it's the thing about it is, is like climbing speed is a bit faster than that, but this is a really shitty yeah. surface. Like you, this is, you might risk falling again. Honestly, oh, no. I think Kat's lazy enough. I don't want to tell you how to run your character, but I think she's lazy enough to just polymorph up. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she's gonna do. Um, she's like, she looks down down at her at her, you know, like in her pack, and she's like, "Oh, I have gear, but that's really tall, and that's a lot of effort. And casting magic isn't a lot of effort. And she's just gonna turn into a bird." Just poof. Burn. All right. Proud of her. Proud of her. Being true to herself. uh, (laughs) You do you, honey boo boo. All right. Right. As you fly back up, Callie is holding the door open or looking into the room. Do you just fly into the house? Uh, I'm just going to perch on Callie's shoulder. How much does that weigh? No. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm imagining she she turned into, you know, like something like fun and 
you know, like a, a sparrow or something little. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's just gonna go up and just kind of and kind of perch on Callie's shoulder. Uh. She'll poke you, poke your finger back. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm True. just reading on and see exactly what uh, what this does because I have never never used this before. Polymorph is great. Well, you might as well stay like that. So then, if we encounter an enemy, they'll think it's one. And then you can go poof. Or you guys, we want to wait until Lysithian is figuring out what... You're on the other side of the thing. We saw... I'm across the the way from you. We could speak across the guy. We were yelling to each other down the gorge. You're 25 feet away. I'm not talking to you. Fine, go die. We we saw some creepy ass riding men appear. So I rolled 23 on my perception check. What do I see looking at this this open door? The room contains Sashi lingering. can't see right now, so. You can't? No, there's a door in the way. The door is closed, probably, on rule 20. Well, that's fine. So I can't see it. Aha. Uh-huh. The room contains lingering smells of burnt wood and flesh. You also catch the faint odor of wine. Snow has fallen through the holes of the roof, and then was pushed in the corners by stiff wind that blows through the broken windows even still. The walls and furniture are all scorched black, including a table with the charred remains of a book on it. As well, a frost-covered object lays on the table, about six inches in diameter. Next to the table, though, on the floor amid several broken wine bottles, is a mostly incinerated skeleton. Callie's going to carefully approach testing the floor in front of her before she puts her weight down. Okay. As much as um, she can. Sounds good. Which way are you headed? Um, I think kind of towards this table and whatever that frost-covered object is. Okay. And the accompanying corpse. Uh, as you walk across the floor, you're going to take a quick step and feel... As the ground begins to protest... You're only 35 pounds, though, and are able to dance off of it before anything else happens. Katarina, don't change back anytime soon. (laughs) Once you're past the halfway point of the room, though, the ground feels more secure. The wood is not spongy beneath your boots. What are you investigating? What are you looking at? All right, I want to see what that object is on the table. Absolutely. Heading up to the object, you will see that it looks like a six-inch diameter gyroscope featuring a pair of scorched rings inlaid with runes and a dense chunk of coal at its core. Also, uh, quick quick story time. So that's what it looks like. So it looks like a piece of coal that's been skewered by a pole connecting it to the center of a ring with another ring Around, moving around it. Um, at that point, Cat's uh, going to hop off uh, Callie's shoulder, uh, j- uh, fly down to the table where it's sitting, and kind of peck at it with a beak. <laughs> okay, you're going to peck it? Yeah, she's going to go peck, peck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Is this a bad decision? Uh, it starts to slowly glow. I'm going <laughs> to... She, um, bird cat is going to go like whoop and jump back. 
I'm just, I'm just trying to find what what a thing for stats would be for this thing. It doesn't. Re- you're, you're a bird. <laughs> it doesn't really have them. You're a sparrow. You have no stats. You have no stats. Yeah. You've got one hit point, and you've got like probably plus two decks. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Strength I, I was, two. Yeah, okay. um, I, I was figuring um, that like, the bat would be fairly close. It just starts. Yeah, probably a bat. Um, yeah, it, it glows softly. The the coal begins to kind of illuminate a little bit, like it's being traced around the edges with a bit of gold. Callie is very suspicious of this thing. Do I recognize what it could be, potentially? Mm, It might be what they were working on. Can I detect magic on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so casting on it, it is, um, you will see that it is obviously, um, it has a weak residual aura of transmutation surrounding it. Outside Lysithian, you'll finish your spell as well. Alright. What do you do? Um, I am just, um, I'm standing close to where help showed up and I'm just trying to detect magic in that area. And if I don't detect anything, I'm going to just kind of make my way around the room and just see if anything pings up for me. No, the room is as barren as it was before you had your your sight turned on. Although maybe elsewhere in the house. All right. I'm going to start exploring. Okay. Do you make your way to the front door? Yes, I'm going uh, to make my way out to the front door. What's your strength? Uh, my strength is 10. Okay, so you'll be able to hop the gap just barely. Uh, and uh, real quick, Vistra, what's your what's your weight? It's very rude to ask a dwarf for I, weight. I don't care. What, what's I know, your weight? I know, I know, I know. Um, with all my gear, we I think we figured out 180 pounds. 180 Chichonky. pounds. Okay, uh, as you step there, can you make me a deck save? Yeah, cool. Danger sense. Here we go. Advantage, at least. <clears throat> it's great. Come on. Oh, well, I'm going to spend determination on that. So that is a 15. Okay. Uh, as you take a step around the corner, as Lysithian steps inside of the building, uh, you will feel the railway buckle underneath you. You can jump forward or backward. What do you do? Forward. Okay. You jump forward. I need another deck save. Okay. You hit the ground. The boards start to uh, uh, buckle underneath the weight of your 13. gear. 13. Okay. You can jump forward into the abyss or into the house by pushing Lysithian. I'm pushing Lysithian. We're going okay. into the house. All right. All right. All right. All right. Shit. All right. So that means that the three of you are going to land on that section that Callie is leaning in front of. Can I get all three of you to make me a deck save? Sure, Callie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a chunk it all. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. That's going to be 16 total. Same. Okay. Wait, so this is also me? This is also you, because you are on the edge of this. Uh, 17. 17? All right. Uh, oh, damn. I tried to do a thing, and it... Nope, that's not what I meant to do. Nope, that's not what I meant to do. 
Did we ruin your your plans for fun? Uh, no. Why would oh, you say okay. that? Oh, because you just said you were, try you were trying to do a thing and it didn't work, so. No, I was trying to do a thing with the map. Oh, okay. That's fair. Uh, so I'll just draw it in instead so that you know what it looks like. I tried to move a thing so that it would be easy to see. Also, someone's keyboard's loud. I keep trying to mute and go back to doing it, but then you keep talking to me and I have to unmute and then forget to remute. Okay, so uh, this portion there, there, that'll just have to be what we use. Um, as you hit the ground there, um, Callie, you're standing on the edge next to the table, uh, but these two are going to hit the ground, being pushed forward as Vista hurls herself into the room. And everybody's roll, real quick. So that was a, a 17, a 16. 16. 16. Callie, what'd you get? Christine was the 17, 17. and, and I are both 16. You're both 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both of you are, let's see. Um, that portion of the room is going to snap away as your combined weight is too much for the rotted wood to bear. The ground is going to completely rip out from under you, and the three of you are going to go and find yourselves hanging above the gorge by your fingertips from the rotted wood as that entire portion of the room falls away, splintering and falling the 120 feet down into the gorge. Um, Katarina, what are you doing as you see this? Uh, oh, seeing that, uh, she's going to drop to cat form. Um, and she's gonna go, oh god, to wherever closest to the edge that's stable. And so you're she... casting polymorph again? Uh, do you have to cast it Every, every time, time you... you change form, if I'm not mistaken. Every time? Yeah. It's not It's not shape-shifting. It's, oh, that's it, right, yeah. It's basically like I turn you into a pig. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's only, right, one, there's only to one. His, yeah, to his normal form, the creature. Yeah, so I actually can't really. Um... That's fun. Uh, but I I mean, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll dump the second spell. Okay, so you'll turn into a cat? I'll, I'll turn into a cat. And, and I'm going to go over and try and help people. Um, yeah, just seeing if I have anything that I could do that would actually help this. Okay. Um, As a cat? I think she means as, as cat. cat. Like oh, herself okay. as cat, yeah, as, as the cat. person. Oh, okay. Then then uh okay, then you don't have to recast polymorph. I thought you were saying you were turning into a cat. Oh, yeah, no. And I'm like, why? No, yeah, no, because you're, you're lightweight as a cat? Like what yeah, is the no, point yeah, here, Mike? Turning it turning it. No, you're just dropping form, then you don't have to Yeah, no, 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 no that's fine. You just kill the spell. Okay, no, that makes yeah, more that, sense. I was just like what is happening here, Mike? I'm not like don't get addicted to polymorph. And don't climb oh, yeah. on the table. Oh God. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't. So have how anything. are you gonna help? Who are you gonna help? You can help one person up. One, two, three. Uh, Callie. Okay. Uh, so she, she's the lightest. Pushing over, you're gonna be able to help Callie to her feet. Everyone else, I need you to make me a strength and athletics check to help yourself up. Oh, perfect. This is what I excel at. <laughs> cool. She's I have trying. a plus zero to both of those, so this is gonna go really good. You have I'm inspiration. I sure do, so let's- I got plus eight, so hopefully I don't roll shit. Yeah, so I'm gonna roll- I'm gonna roll that again. 
Oh, with my inspiration? Oh, yeah. I rolled this. I rolled Did you get a nat one? <laughs> oh, big talk. So, Thank you, Pride Dice. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm going to take that seven because the other one was a two. Uh, is that a seven total? Mm-hmm. I have a plus zero, baby. I can't I'm a fly. wizard. Bye, I'm guys. So I got okay. that one. <laughs> As I fall, I would um, like to cast Feather Fall on myself. Um, actually, you are going to be able to hold on. You try to lift yourself up, but you just can't. Um, Vistra, as you grab on and go, a bit of the board rips away in your hand. Uh, You're going to fall. You're going to take 45 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouchies. Uh, If I see her falling, can I cast Feather Fall on her? If you let go. But then I don't think... Am I holding on with both? Can I not swim the one hand? No. No, this is is quick. This is real quick. Also, I can't fly, guys. Um, Feather Fall is a group cast too so you mm-hmm. if you did fall you would still be casting on yourself it's true you were right no oh. Mm. oh well i could cast it on more than one person and i can do it as a reaction so if anything i don't feel like we're finding anything up here so i'm going to <laughs> let go okay and as i'm falling pull out the feather and start casting the components and cast feather fall on Vistra on myself and just let us fall. Choose up to five falling creatures within range as a reaction. Yeah, I'll allow this as a reaction. I wasn't going to allow a full spell, but a reaction I'll allow. It's a, it says as a reaction. So a do reaction. I not take damage then? Okay, so what's going to happen nope. is you you break away. Lysithian is going to just let go, turn, and like grab onto you like you're a falling parachute. <laughs> and is going to quickly pull a little piece of uh, a feather or a piece of down. What are you using? It's a. Uh, I was going to like pull out the feather and just start casting and just like cast it at Vistra. Like I don't have to touch her. Like I just have to cast. Yeah, it but it's more dramatic if you do. It's true. I'll All just right. Grab like the huggy. <laughs> like, and as you plummet shine. downward. <laughs> what? 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 What is? The, I'm just eating. calm your shit. <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna minutes. die probably from this fall. Yeah, actually, that's why I used my magic. You're Thank welcome. you for using your magic. You kind of just mm. let go of a cliff. Yeah, because I knew I could do it. Oh, you're the beast. I know. You're welcome. What would you oh. ever do without me? I would probably die, to be honest. Probably. Yeah. Callie, you're back up on the floor, and seeing, looking down, you can see them slowly drift into the snow and so can cat well actually it's getting kind of dim cat you can kind of see him actually you know what if Callie can see him you can see him because you you two are up here and you don't have any dark vision i forgot yeah it's true okay um so we didn't really find anything so, I still have Detect Magic cast on me. Yes. So, it does everything in a 30 foot. Anything with that isn't blocked by, by walls and things, yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything else besides that thing on the table? Actually. Room, I guess. Does the corpse have magic on it? There is a soft, radiating energy coming from the center of the corpse with a skeleton on the floor. I'm going to go investigate. Among the charred bones and ashes, do you poke through it? Yeah, carefully. You'll find a... You'll find a pendant. 
The pendant and chain are made of gold, and it bears the symbol of two hands cupping the sun. Hmm. You'll immediately recognize this as the Morning Lord symbol. Ooh. Lathander. Um, it's glowing with um, with a bit of transmutation magic, you think? And despite the rest of the room, it's completely undamaged. I'm going to drop it in a pouch to look at later and potentially take back the dude as identification. Meanwhile, outside, poof, the ground comes up to meet you slowly and gently, like an old friend. There is a Katarina-shaped, like, crever, <laughs> or, like, like landing <laughs> patch right next to you over there. Ar- like, arms out, like, like, uh... Snowflake. Yeah. Wily Coyote style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Wily Coyote (laughs) Katarina on the ground next to you. A snow cat. She is a little Wily. Yeah. Um. Huh. Well, we did the exact same thing that uh, Katarina did. Yes, but better. (laughs) Yeah. We still need to get back up. Yeah, what's down here? Cat's gonna poke her head uh, past the, the thing and be like, are you two okay? Yeah, we're fine. I saved us once again. Yeah, let's <laughs> see did magic. Watch out, there are wolves down there. What? In the Sweet. distance. That sounds like a lie. I'll hit him with my eggs. In the distance, you can hear the sound of howling. And your last encounter with wolves wasn't necessarily pleasant. It might be a good idea to get out of there soon. true. Let's get out. Um, Uh, I still want to explore underneath the house, though. Is it just like a gorge? Or is it like what? You fell down a 120-foot gorge, yeah. Cool. I'd like to make a brief investigation check, like just really quickly before we start climbing back up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Looking around. Uh, can I aid Lysithian sure. with that? Cool. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I will go with advantage. advantage. Okay. Rolling so many fucking sevens tonight. Um, for investigation for me though, that's fine now. Uh, it's fifteen total. Fifteen total. All right. So looking around here, there's not much to speak of. A bit of um. A broken debris from the base of the house, as well as um, uh, a lot of. Actually, digging through a bit of the snow, wine bottles. Old ones. Most of them broken, but some of them survived the fall miraculously. Full or just drunk? Uh, one of them, uh, if Lysithian picks it up, is actually going mm-hmm. to be fairly heavy. Um, it's probably about about a third the way full, but the wine's frozen. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, is it from anywhere that we know, or is it just... Actually, if you're looking at it, you will notice that there is a bottle of um, Sweetberry Summer Wine. And... Um, Vistra, you will actually know that this comes from a vineyard in the Deseran Valley, hundreds of miles to the south. Mm. It's basically kind of like a, I think it's kind of like a Spanish wine. Mm. Or yeah. like an Argentinian, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, like very like kind of arid, like hot climate that, that produces these type of grapes. Cool. You tell me more later. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm quite impressed. I'm quite impressed. You sound like you know what you're talking about there. I like to fake things. Um, yes. So that's looking sure. You're pretty sure that's all you're going to find down here, though. All right. Um, I'd um, like to use my. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if we're coming up, I have a rope. Um, I'm pretty strong, so I could take the lead. Though, yeah. apparently, and I could try and like haul you up if you're feeling a bit tired from I catching. No, yeah, yeah. Magic is easy. I uh-huh. have kittens. I can climb back up. But yeah, let's tie ourselves together in case. Though I'm heavy, maybe not. I, I was going to say, I don't think tying ourselves together is the best course of action in mm. this. I don't really want to expend more magic to have to catch you again, so. That's true. So let's just go separate. Let's just climb, yeah. Yeah. So let's just climb. I'm going to use my pittance to try to yeah. climb back up. Okay. All right. Ditto. So uh, y'all can go ahead and make me an athletics test. All right. I said this last time and I rolled a one. Motherfucker! A two. Okay. That's better. 23. Uh, well, That's the strength. Feather only lasts a minute. So, yeah. um, so Lysithian, you'll start climbing up and we'll fall about 15 feet onto the snow and land on your back just with an oof as Vistra climbs about 40 feet up the side of the gorge. You sure you didn't want to tie ourselves together? Shut up. Leave me alone. I'm fine. Vistra continues to climb, but keeps like half an eye out on Lysithian. I'm going to try again. Okay, try one more time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big old six. Okay. Um, this time the landing's not going to be quite so nice to you. Um, you'll make it about 30 feet before you fall and are going to take six points of damage as you hit the ground flat on your back. Great. It's just too slick up the side. Still throw you a rope, Lysithian. Do you want to throw me a rope? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll throw a rope. I'll tie it around my um my waist. Do you have a throw. do you have a rope that's longer than fifty foot? I have a. I thought you said I got forty feet. Sorry. I've I, I thought you said I was only forty feet above. And then you said you kept going. Ah uh, yes, I did. Yeah. I will climb back down to fifty okay. feet to, sh- to give Lysithian a rope. Probably have to climb down a little more than that if you want it to be yeah, tied no, around anything. Yeah, no, forty-five, forty-five <laughs> feet. Just, just, just pinch the tip of the rope. And I'll pull just you gonna make me... just, <laughs> just, just, just like birth of man type of like pasta noodling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm right. forty feet, so I have five feet to tie around my waist. And five sure. feet to tie I'm around. I'm not gonna nickel and dime you this Can way, I but yeah. Ask a silly question. Not really a silly question. Always? Make a silly request. Can I? morph myself into Vistra so I can have her strength? No, because that's not the way it works. But if I it, know. But it might trick your dice, so yes. <laughs> I know it's not how it works, but I'm like, can I morph into Vistra? So that you, maybe. I mean, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. Tell your dice. Yes. Yes, Lysithian's dice. That's the way it works. Roll. This is how this works. Just yeah. have Vistra roll it for you. Big strong dwarf. I actually rolled higher. <laughs> All right. That's not the way it works. Before YouTube tears me apart. That's not the way it works. This is going to look down and be like, Dice oh, are damn. stupid. Now I see what that cleric sold me. <laughs> I look good. <laughs> okay. And slowly but surely, the two of you are going to start making it up the mountain. 
well, up to the gorge. Uh, meanwhile, back inside, are you two just going to wait for them to come back up, or are you going to keep poking around the house? Oh, I'm looking. I'm poking. Okay. All right. I'm not going to so, to look at anything with them around. They're too heavy. <laughs> uh, inside, inside this room, I will, I will say, the most of the broken parts have broken. Just going to put it out there. The rest of it seems more secure. Callie, don't know that. I guess well, she kind of gets a sense of all the others. You stay a good ten feet away from me. <laughs> um, there are four doors leading off from this main room. Three to the north, and one down a small corridor to the east at the south. Do you just start taking them clockwise from the closest over? Callie is going to test this little one because she figures she can get past that okay. edge of the big, big broken hole without hopefully breaking it more. The door opens, and the scent of wine fills the room. It contains four frost-covered barrels. They're impossibly hard. The wine inside of each of them, well, they're frozen. That's weird. It's that cold up here. If you lit a fire... Yeah. Uh, Robin, what temperature would that need to be at? Not actually as bad as you think. It, I, oh, I've really? had wine freeze across Canada on Canada Post. So like negative mm-hmm. 20, negative 30. Okay, so that's how cold it is here in Celsius. Negative yeah. 20, negative 30. Okay. Yeah, degrees okay. Celsius. So probably around zero Fahrenheit for y'all Americans in the chat. Which is a, a surprising amount, actually. Um, because yeah, it, it's, it's a less alcohol than like your vodka, which is higher percent, mm-hmm. so it still freeze. Beer, beer inside will freeze at even hot, higher temperatures. Yeah, because there's wine. yeah because there's less solution. alcohol to yeah. Okay. Um, meanwhile, cat, if you head across into that top room there, cat wanders down the hallway to the yeah. east, pushing through the uh, the northern door. You'll find a bedroom. A stiff wind blows through this broken window on the east wall causing tattered gray curtains to billow and flap like angry ghosts snow covers a bed and much of the surrounding floor this room is completely unfit for habitation it hasn't been Uh, used in a long time can i make an investigation check sure see if there's anything at all in here um 15 Looking around, you don't really see anything. And as you turn around, the floor is piled with broken glass. And as your foot nudges a bit of it, you'll notice that it's in the shape of a word. Star. The bits of broken glass have been arranged to form it. Since she walked in this room? Maybe you just weren't at the right angle. Glass is usually oh, translucent. Yeah, but that seems very strange that you just would have noticed it right then. And it says star? Star. She's gonna kneel down and um see if there's anything like on the glass, like any fingerprints or anything, like any identifying thing that look, make it, makes it look like it was moved, or... Did you shut the door on your way in? Uh, no, she did not. Uh, the door shuts. Oh, great. The handle goes 
and continues to rock back and forth as if someone's testing a lock. And then it opens again. Um. There's no one on the other side. Well, of the door. Meanwhile, Callie, you find the wine room. Do you check the next room over? Um. Yeah, sure. If I didn't see anything interesting in the wine room, then just the yeah. wine. It looks, um, it's four barrels of wine, which could fetch a pretty penny back in town the next room over as you try the door it contains a fireplace and two empty bookcases tacked to the wall and strewn across the floor are frost covered blueprints face down on the floor next to one of the blueprints is a tiny man made of clay hmm. do you take a look at anything I'm going to poke around the whole room. Okay. And look at all those things. Sure. Uh, can you make me an arcana roll? Uh, 18. As you poke around, the little detect clay magic man. magic lasts for 10 minutes. Yep. Sounds good. As you poke around, uh, you are going to see that... Um, The little clay man is a dead homunculus. A magical assistant. As you start to pick it up, you'll hear a door slam. <laughs> and then the sound of someone trying a doorknob. Maybe Cat locked herself in? Hmm. <laughs> Does this thing have magic on it still? Um, no. It is long dead. Hmm. That's weird. Well, is there anything else magical in here? No, not in here. I'm going to gather up some of these blueprints if they're in okay shape. Yep. Yeah, actually, they're in not, not bad uh, condition. Uh, and at that... Might want them. Uh, Kelly, I actually had a quick uh, quick thing to ask before we... Yes, please. Um, Kat's going to... Uh, going to cast C invisibility. Okay, sounds good. And because that was freaky. Okay. And she's just going to do like a quick sweep of the uh, like the rooms. Okay, sounds good. All right, so as uh, as you're doing a sweep of the rooms, you'll uh, check the su the southern room. And um, as you look inside, you'll see that wooden planks have been nailed over the broken window of this room to hold out the wind. Furnishings include a saggy double bed and a bookcase containing some folded clothes, a few blank sheets of parchment, and a set of calligraphers supplies. Next to the bookcase is a soot-stained hearth with a scroll that lies amid the ashes. Nothing magical, or probably nothing invisible in this room. Does the scroll look like it's like a like a magic scroll, mm. or just like 
Looks like a looks like a rolled up piece of paper. She'll grab it and chuck it in her bag and then move on. Okay. You check around the rooms. And there's nothing there's no one invisible here that you can see. You can make your perception roll to see though. Yeah, I'd love to. Meanwhile, as you're scouring the rooms, you can hear the sound of coming up the side of the gorge. And then a moment later, as you check the next room, you will hear Vistra and Vistra climb up onto the cliff face again. Can you sound like me, Lysithian? Gonna drop back. I'm just gonna morph back into my own form as soon as I'm at the <laughs> you top. You know what? Looking like you was one thing, but speaking like that, that's the abomination. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I just wanted to see what I sound like. You never, you know, they always say no. you sound different in your head. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. No. I like to picture But you're very Lys- strong, and I very much appreciate you. Oh, strength. thank you. I like to picture Lysithian did a did a the office look at that moment. <laughs> Yeah, someone, someone, someone cap that. <laughs> I'll gif it. Just give it there please. we go. All right. Uh, I gotten an 18 on my perception. An 18? You are pretty certain. You check under the beds. You check behind barrels. You check under shelves. You check inside of fireplaces. No, there's nobody here that's that's invisible. Or if they Crazy. are, they're they're super invisible. So there's nothing like under the house it is like on stilts it's just like it's just you see the the stilts where the house is right okay yep like a hunting lodge just to keep it away from wild animals yeah 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 yeah. okay cool i guess getting up this was gonna try again to go go back into that room after lysithian if they're coming up as well yes no i'm going to go first Uh, vistra can you make me uh make me an end roll please Intral. Oh, make really? Me, you know what? I'll let you use int and athletics. Okay. That's nice. That's a 19. Nope, a 19. just kidding. I don't add anything to int. Okay. So that's an 18. As you make your way along the outside, and you see the stretches where the, um, where the ground... Oh, wait, actually. I need to expand this because this... Actually... So that completely collapsed on the front. So as you round the corner, you'll see that the uh, the walkway in front of the door is completely gone from where Vister stepped on it and collapsed away along with the, that part of the cabin. Um, however, as you're standing there, um, both of you will remember that Lysithian was easily able to climb in through the windows on the, uh, on the wall to the workshop. There's a window on this slightly sturdier bit that faces in, and you can see Katarina like walking around, looking up chimneys and things like that. Let's go through the window. Sure. All right. Wasn't so difficult. No, we should have done that earlier. I mean, I did. It's true, but we should have done it again. I mean, I should have done that for this time not trying to go through jump a gap and go through the door and then take out the floor apparently I need to drop a few pounds you needed to prove your strength another way I don't know I I, I don't know I'm trying to dig you out of this hole you've dug for yourself no it's fine I I jumped and I stepped on the floor and I feel a little bit offended but also I'm a dwarf I'm I'm a bit like I'm dense dense. I felt a lot denser as you I, I prefer this Form. It's it's a lot nicer. 
All right. So, Kat, you finish looking around as they climb through the window. On the side of the house that has collapsed, you'll hear whip across the hollow. Callie, what are you doing? Are you coming back out of the uh, the side room with that? Um, yeah, once she's had a chance to pick up any blueprints, pull this weird doll thing with her, the hum- I can't pronounce it. Homunculus. Homunculus. She'll come out with that and kind of wiggle it. See Lysithia and go, oh, hi. And wiggle, show it. I found this. Would I recognize what the homunculus is? Make me an arcana roll. I would fucking love to. All right, Avi on the dice. Don't fuck me, Avi. Avi, you fucked me. I rolled a one. (laughs) It's a voodoo doll. (laughs) I don't know, but it looks fucking weird. I've seen a lot in my time, but no, I don't recognize it. Find anything else interesting? No, I mean, I found, uh, I found the word star written in glass on the floor after I went into a room and then a door closed on me. Hmm. Huh. It's like the workshop when someone wrote help into the frosted covered table when we were in the air. There's nothing here that I can see that's invisible. Hmm. In fact, there doesn't seem to be much here at all. Standing in this room, there's this skeleton laying on the floor there. And there's that weird gyroscope laying on the table with a piece of coal in the middle of it. That's kind of weird. Vesha's going to walk up to it and pick it up. Okay. It will slowly start. It just starts glowing slowly. It's magic. Okay, I need a con save off of everybody. Oh no. Wait, Vistra, what did you do? I was holding up to the magic person. I am rolling like dick today. I just rolled a four plus con, uh, so that's gonna be a seven. What are dice? 22. 15. 19. I feel like when Vistra reached out for it, Callie would have kind of cringe ducked. Okay, uh, so um, everyone who is inside of this room, uh, uh, how many hit points do you have, Hayden? I don't like that question, but currently 59. <laughs> cool. Uh, Vistra, how many do you have? 118. Uh, all right, Katarina. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, everyone in the room takes 90 hit points of radiant damage. Uh, if you are reduced to zero, you're dead. Hi, guys! What? Uh, on a what? fail, uh, pardon me, on a, on a success, you take half damage. Uh, so it glows in your hand as you go, magic! And then the room is flooded with bright white light that burns and scalds all of you. Uh, and so as 23 the light clears, wasn't a success? 23 was a success, you take half. Okay. Was 19? 19 was a success. You take half. Okay. Okay. It's just you said everybody takes blow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. What? The light explodes out, stripping away the flesh from your bones, leaving you smoldering on the ground. And as you hit the ground, panting and moaning, you drop this thing out of your hand as it hits the ground and rolls a bit away from you. As you catch your breath, you look around and see the incinerated skeletons and ash that were Lysithian and Katarina. 
dead. What? Outright. What? 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 Just... Incinerate, there's no coming back from this. I just check in for me. DM. Well, maybe when we come back after this break. This is Lysithian Callisto, and you're listening to Rime of the Frost Maiden. Be sure to tune into Wild Beyond the Witchlight coming this September to Dork Tales. Oh, what idiots are in that one? Hello, and welcome back to Rime of the Frost Maiden here on Dork Tales. Meanwhile, as you pick yourselves up off the floor, looking around, the room is scorped. It's dark. All of your light sources have extinguished, and only the smoldering glow of embers and burned wood remain around you. The force of the blow incinerated Katarina. Her pack was blown directly off of her and lays nearby, scorched and spilling out of it you'll actually see a rolled scroll lying just outside of the blast radius. Your friends are dead. And you know that there's no way to bring them back from this... Do you just take a minute to absorb this? Callie's gonna cough a lot, probably from whatever smoke came off of that, mm-hmm. and kind of just do the whole like, what, 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 cat, what is this? What? what? Vistra's running out. Vistra's gone. Vistra's so far gone right now. Like she's just running out of the house. She's 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 just. She's How are you just... getting out of the house? The only way down is to go down the slope. Shit. Oh, Vistra's oh. very. Vistra is considering jumping at this point. She's like, Vistra, looking around, you can still hear the sound of ringing in your ears, the high pitched droning whine. The... No, 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 no. Callie, do you do anything to try to calm her down before she does something completely reckless? Um. I don't think that Callie's even like noticing Vistra at the moment, besides the fact that she's up, right? Like I think the shock of Cat and Lysithian being blasted into like charred skeletons in front of her. On the ground like, in front of you, as you I are think beginning. I she's sitting upright. As you're beginning to look around and just try to process the world, that ringing still harsh in your ear, your vision still a pinprick in the darkness. As Callie, you can barely see anything, and Vistra, your dark vision is still splotted. That much light at one time. Dwarves weren't meant to see that much light. You find yourself partially blinded as you stumble around. And then, in the darkness, each of you will hear this noise. The sound of wood being slowly carved.
a knife dragging across it, over there, by where the table was turned to splinters. And where that gyroscope lies cold on the floor. Callie's gonna kind of crawl over to it. Next to it, you see a piece of broken glass slowly dragging itself up and down the blackened wood. H. Help. You. S. Help us. Carves into the floor. Holly's just gonna kind of look at it, go wide-eyed, and go, How?! Meanwhile, elsewhere, it's dark. The explosion was the last thing that you'll ever see. The world is dark here. Everything echoes around you in ephemeral shivers. As you look around, you can see that the room is still here. But it's made of these wispy motes of mist. Callie is there. Vister is there. Their bodies made of this blue smoke. They scream and they roil like visions, like mirages. As you, as you're there, you will feel a presence around you. Lysithian, when you think of yourself, describe yourself. Who is Lysithian as a concept? Lysithian as a concept Mm -hmm. is nothing more than a monster with magical abilities. Do they deserve these abilities? Who knows? What does that look like if you had to picture that? If you had to illustrate it for a children's book, what would it look like? It would look like just sparks of purple. And if you were to hear it, it would be just whispered, disoriented words from different spells. Okay. These swirling glyphs in the air. Katarina. What does Katarina look like inside of her mind? Who is she? Does she just look like a dead Katarina? Does she look like an animal? Does she look like a concept or a song? What is she? Um, I think she more like um or a light she... at a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like ag- accepting who who you are, and 
Um, it's probably actually probably a bit like the silhouette of actual of your current self, right? Yeah, like like you know, be, being who you are and accepting that. As you're looking around, you will see these two descriptions. The silhouette of Katarina glowing as if light through a keyhole. The words swirling around the monster. But you're not alone. There's something else in this room. A giant, floating, spectral head with fire burning in its eyes, turns and looks at you. The face is human, handsome in its own way, stubbly with long, greasy hair. It squints at you. Oh great, you fucked up too. I... Help me get a message across. Quick, we don't have much time. What what happened? Sure. You idiots blew yourself up. Like I did. I didn't do anything. <sighs> okay, then your idiot friend blew you up. Help me carve this. Alright. Oh, okay. Focus on the glass with me. Use all of your strength. And uh, for the quick description, I'm deciding that this man has the floating head of Kurt, uh, of Kurt Russell. <laughs> Fair, okay. Because his name's Macritus. Um, do you need us to make a roll for this? I need color? you to make me a charisma check. Charisma check for me too? Yes. Oh. Uh, now your spirit can do the following oh, things. You can fly at a speed of 30 feet. You can hover. You can pass through solid surfaces that are visible on the material plane. Um, you cannot move. Tell me if you try to leave the cabin. Um, you can also make ability checks based on dex, int, wisdom, and charisma. I don't know why you can make checks based on dex. That doesn't make any sense. I think it should just be int, wisdom, and charisma, but hey. Uh, and as an action, you can do the following. What'd you get on your charisma? 18. 18? Six, 16. How did I get higher than Both of you, by putting a little bit of exertion down onto the floor, help me carve something into the wood. You weren't listening when I said help, so maybe help, uh, help yes. us. With that, you focus and we'll be able to lean down with whatever appendages you decide to grow out of your spectral form. And we'll slowly, just gently move a little piece of broken glass together and carve into the wood. It's like manipulating things with mage hand very little pressure but it can be effective we've got to get them to finish this the star the summer star has to be complete Macrita says to you summer star? yeah the invention the thing that blew you up okay it's how do we not... complete it? well we can't they have to well, you... okay, how do they complete it? How do they complete it then? Well, they've got to figure out what's wrong with it. They got to analyze the design flaw. There was something in it that wasn't structurally sound. Are either of them good with tools? Vistra. 
the Do dwarf. any of... I didn't think the halfling was named Vistra. It was just clarifying. Does the short one know magic? Yes. Thank Lothander. I thought this was going to take forever. I've already been waiting here over a month. Maybe two. I think Cooper would have sent something... Or I think Copper would have sent something a bit early. Let me guess. He is the one that sent you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Great. All right, we have their attention now. Now what do we say to them? You know him. I'll let you take point. Meanwhile, across in the material plane, you watch that carved in front of you. What does it say next? Finish the star. And then beside star, it'll just say, uh, with, a little arrow, with a little arrow pointing towards the thing, magic thing. <laughs> because, I mean, Cat didn't understand when it said star. So. That's fair. Yeah. You know what? That probably seemed suspicious until that moment. And then that probably made it seem like. Um, I'll I'm say, going... I don't think Vistra's noticed this. No one's brought this attention. And Vistra's like freaking out by killing two people again. So unless yeah, Callie's. Callie's kind of like Callie leaning. screamed, how? Sort of thing over here inside, sitting on the floor looking at something. What? How? I killed them. I'm good. I've killed, I kill everyone that's oh, important to up. me. Oh, shut up! You didn't kill them! What do you mean? They're, did you see they're incinerated? Yeah, but they're writing to me right now. What? <laughs> that's Cat. That's gotta be Cat. Like, Sissane doesn't talk like that. That's gotta be Cat. What? Visual looks. Magic thing. Oh yeah, that's if I can't. My sister would be given like a f novel about what it is. Well, you did something weird to them. I killed them! How would they- how? They're incinerated! Ah! Uh, I don't know! Magic! Magic! Yeah. yeah, we have to fix it though. But they're not dead? But they're the, incinerated? In front of Vistra, Vistra, the floor will just say, poof. Callie's gonna reach up and kind of pull Vistra's down closer to her face and get very intense. And she'd be like, Okay. They are currently burnt to a crisp. But they are asking for help. I, I didn't kill so, them like I killed myself. you are going to pull yourself together. I'm sorry, I thought I just killed two more people that were very important to me. I like know. my sister was bringing a bit of traumatic response. I don't care. They're asking for help now. Okay. Okay. All right. I have no clue what we're doing. Me neither. What? But how can we figure it out? Magic thing. What the fuck? I'm not gonna touch it because I don't yeah, want it to yeah. get again. We're not touching these. Yeah. How do we fix, guys? How do they fix it? Have um, look. Callie's gonna look around. Have them look at it. Look, it's it's had time to. It's discharged its energy. They should be able to handle it now. It's not going to blow up again. I'm going to try to... Now, there's enough snow in the room that you can use the snow to write as well. Uh, however, anytime the two of you wish to speak, you need to make me a DC 10 charisma check to be able to do so. Okay. Would I be able to 
Um, if I can, this is the question. If I can write in the snow, would I be able to um, throw snow at all? Uh, up five pounds is your max. Okay. It's yes to be gentle. So basically, think like mage hand, basically. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't manage to blow up my lab, so there should be some blueprints inside of there. I think the short one already took them. All right. I'm going to write in the snow. Use the blueprints. Oh. Callie's going to pull Machine her bag out. Machine is safe. Someone Cat's will write. Pretty... Sorry, oh, go ahead, Kat. Oh, uh, I was going to say, Cat's Kat, going to write. We have Macritus here. <laughs> Macritus is here. Um, underneath where Lysithian wrote, Machine is safe, someone else is going to write in different handwriting now and underline it. <laughs> um, Kelly, why don't you go outside for a second? I'm going to pick it up just in case it explodes, only I will die and I really deserve it this time. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. No touchy yet. First, I know I'm. First. Yes. Take a little bit of Lysithian and a little bit of Cat and that Macritus guy just in case. Because potentially, we could maybe earn enough to afford res resurrection. Okay. Maybe. So you grab a little bit of everyone, go outside, I will pick it you up. You need just... the attack body for resurrection. Reincarnation. Or reincarnation, yeah, that's yes. what I meant. Yes. So you grab a little bit of them, head out, and I'll pick up the device. It's not going to explode. Can you listen to these two? Seriously. Trust me, I know. And also, my body would be back to um, doppelganger form if I'm dead. There's not much of it left, to be fair. Not much, yeah. but if you're trying to grab something of me, it's just going to be skin. Just mm. letting you know for context. Um, but otherwise, then, now, Christine remembers that she saw that scroll fell out of... Yes, so as you are bag. going to pick up bits of cat, you'll be able to see the scroll. I'm going to pick that up in cat's bag, because okay. if it's not badly damaged, then there's no point throwing supplies away. So, and if you, you, do you take a glance at it? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, I can give you, I'll just read the handout to you, okay? Okay. Because distance play is fun. Macritus, I've had enough of this damned relentless cold. I feel it creep into my bones, my head, my heart. I'm heading back to Ten Towns for a decent meal and a warm bed. I fear this endless winter has numbed your mind, and any tinkerer worth their chains can see the summer star as a fool's errand. Maybe without me here to incessantly complain, you'll snap out of this obsession. If you truly insist on dedicating your remaining days to this doomed project, might I suggest that there, that three is better than two. I consider telling you before, but you are particularly rude about the dinner I made last night. May the light of the morning lord protect you. Copper. Ellie's going to kind of look towards where all the writing is and go, uh, so I hope you guys can understand me. Um, Macritus, did you read this? He says uh, something about three is better than two. Someone will draw an X in the snow. What does that mean? Oh, I didn't read it, okay, you idiots. Um... Uh, no. See, that was Read. much easier. Okay, well, 
Three is better than two. Does that mean anything? You're the smartsy one who created this thing. Right. Yeah, why did you create a bomb, by the way? Don't, don't. Important questions only. Uh, that's a pretty damn important question. Not for getting them back. Another line will be drawn under the, the words, um, Lysithine, you rewrote blueprints on the ground, right? Yes, I said Some, use the blueprints. Someone draws a line under those, under the word blueprint. Okay, jeez. Okay, if you look at the blueprints, Callie, you can make me an arcana roll. I am going to spend my inspiration. No need, because nope. um, you have the blueprints, you have advantage. Oh, okay then. So if you look at the blueprints and look at the object on the floor, which you don't have to pick up to look at, and real quick, I'm assuming you're using like a um, a control flame, pardon me, um, uh, a summon flame or something to light up the room. Yes, yeah, produce. Okay. Produce flame. That's right. Once I noticed the, the scratchy scratch, I would have. Sorry, I didn't say, but I would have lit it to be able to read, because otherwise I would not have been able to read what they scratched on the floor. Um, that is going to be nineteen. Perfect. Looking at this, you can ascertain that it's not a bomb at all. This device was used to control the weather. You think that... Yeah. Looking at it, there's... This is absolutely something that would allow the control weather spell on a fairly large scale. Maybe not large enough to cover Icewind Dale, but... Big. If this worked, this would be great. So it's essentially a control weather spell. Can Now, since you've read the letter, you could make me an insight roll. Uh, sure. I'll let you do it with advantage. Uh, however, you're using intelligence insight, not wisdom. Ooh. <laughs> because this is an analytical thing. Well, I rolled an 18, so that ends up being dirty 20. Okay. The other, the other roll was a two, so thank God for advantage. <laughs> Having seen the way that it worked, as Vister held it up, as you both look at it, it's sort of glowing hotly and spinning. And each ring suddenly vroom, pulsed out to the next one of the gyroscope. But the outer ring of the two grew white hot right before the explosion of light. The runes are, according to the blueprints, they're there to hold back the magical energy and to channel it. To so act as a buffer. There's only two rings? There's only two rings. Oh, so maybe we need to add a third then. Okay. Between these two things. Does I've that make sense, yeah, Yes. I'm not that stupid. No, I'm asking, does it make sense? Am I stupid or is it working? Oh no, three is better than idea. two. I would assume, yeah, three rings is better than well, two. It, like, More copper's major. letters suggested that yeah i mean i have a smith's i have smith's tools in my back i could probably whip up a quick ring then, didn't he have a workshop over there yeah I didn't yeah look at it yeah no there's a workshop here some iron ingots i could probably hammer out get the forge going we could get a ring together all right let's try let's meanwhile and save our friends meanwhile back in the ethereal plane huh it actually went better than I thought it would. Um, Are they doing it correctly? Um, potentially. What'd you say, keyhole girl? 
They're both fairly good at what they do. Hmm. This is important. I'm not going anywhere until I make sure this works. So, if this does work, what happens to us? Does it matter? If this Are works... We... Oh, you're dead. I'm dead, okay. you're dead, we're dead. But if this works, we can end the winter. Or at least fight it. And that's something worth dying for. That was our mission anyway. All right. What's next for them? They've got to fix the design and build a third ring. There's, um, it's going to take at least a quarter pound of metal. Um, and then the smith tools in my workshop should be good. But it takes a steady hand to do all the rune carving. Actually, having a dwarf there will probably be useful. I've always found they're really good at rune carving. If it doesn't hurt, the runes are basically and dwarven anyway. Very fair. Look, I'll tell you what they need to hear, but can you translate it? Yes. You seem mm -hmm. to have a better... repartee with them. We've been with them for quite a while. Yeah, well... I've kind of lost some of my social skills since I've been lying on the floor for a while. The whole being dead thing? The whole being dead thing. That's not the only Beetlejuice reference for the night, but it is your favorite. Uh, I had to. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, um, let's go check in on them. As you, okay. as you head into the workshop and begin scrounging around for tools, um, you can't see the three ephemeral figures that float through the wall next to you and watch you as you begin to work. Um, tell them to get a pen or some chalk or something out. Then we can write okay. notes to them on something besides the snow, maybe? Sure. I will write, uh, get pen or chalk for us. Cat <laughs> uh, writes in, in my pack, pen, pen and paper. Yeah. My spell book is in my bag if it's not incinerated. Uh, so. Tell you what, let me roll. I'm going to roll a d20 for you. You know what? Allie it's not incinerated. Find... It's a little crispy, but it's not incinerated. I got an 18 on that roll for you. Nice. Callie yeah. will find uh, Katarina's pen. Yeah, basically Katarina's songbook that she writes everything in. Well, she's not going to follow with that because she's got this handy dandy letter here that she knows is in one piece and fine. Hmm. And she's going to stretch it out, weight it, put the pen and ink next to it. Or I'm guessing maybe it's a charcoal pencil, because you probably wouldn't carry ink around in your backpack. Y yeah, 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 charcoal <laughs> That's just pencil. asking for disaster. Yeah, that's, okay. that's fair. As you are looking at it... All right, both of you, write this down so they know what to do. Uh, can you both make me a charisma check? To, okay. to write this stuff down and communicate. And it this is, is like, it's a base 10? 17. Ba base 10. This yeah. is creepy. This is so weird. Killing the bard was a smart idea for this one. 25? 25? Yeah, no, you 17. can basically, you can basically, let me hear. You just write it. The pen will just go, like, suddenly, or the pencil will go, whoosh. 
and start writing because it's less than five pounds of pressure. So long as it's it's probably like a number four pencil, so it'll be yeah. it, you don't need any, need any pressure on that. Uh, with that, who is going to be doing the rune carving? So you can do the smith the smithing. Doesn't even require a roll. You begin to spend about it takes about four hours of work, melting down the iron ingots, casting it, and then slowly inscribing it. Who wants to be the one to do that? It will require a dex arcana check. Sure. Allie will offer to do it since Visitor just did all that work of smithing it. The tinker tools on the table will allow you to do this with advantage. Okay. So you say dex arcana? Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. 22. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I've got um, good decks. Got shit all for strength, but I've got decks. <laughs> it takes several hours to do this and to meticulously craft these. In fact, you have no idea how long has passed since you've come here. Night is well and truly on the horizon. It's blanketing the land in darkness. But as you carve into this, you find yourselves both fixated on the task. You hit that state of flow where everything is just the work. And then, after many hours, you are able to refit the third ring. The gyroscope will spin without as much as a squeak. Vester did a great job casting that. I spy with my little eye in the, in the ephemeral plane something that begins with the letter G. You want me to write that? No, I'm I'm bored. They're taking a while to do this. Uh, begins with G. Can I make a perception check? Yes, yes, you may. I... Yes, you may. Uh, it's going to be just with my perception, or do yeah. I have ghostly perception? Okay, cool, great, <laughs> love that for me. Uh, it's going to be nineteen. Nineteen. It could be ghost, gyroscope, or gorge from where he's standing. Uh, Gorge. All right, your turn. You win. <laughs> I spy with my ghostly eyes mm-hmm. something that begins with L. L. A letter? Yes, the letter. <laughs> Thought so. I'm pretty good at this game. Oh, I mostly meant thought you were confused as I was saying. Like, yeah, no, no, you're correct. Your turn, cat. Huh? What? Passing I spy. The time. Pick a nut. Pick, oh. pick something. Shoot. 
Um, sorry, just zoning out a little bit. Yeah, you'll do that from time to time when you're dead. You can't Mm. sleep. You just kind of have to. I'm not a fan of this whole being dead thing. Yep, the whole being dead. It can get the person stressed. Hmm. Um, I think they're done. Oh. Oh, you didn't even get to go, Cat. I mean, we have eternity of being dead. That's true. You got any, um, you know, any jokes? Not off the top of my head. You don't have a head at the moment. You know, <laughs> life. <laughs> life was a that joke, was I suppose. Hmm. All right. Um, translate this over. Now all they have to do is attune to it and activate it. Cool. I will. Oh, and out- outdoors, cat? outdoors. Okay, cat, write that down. <laughs> attune outdoors and activate. Well, I mean, outdoors is kind of. Technically, they yeah. don't have to use it outdoors, but I. I... The house has already seen enough trouble, so if they end up blowing themselves up again, I'd prefer them not taking the house with them. Because then that kind of... We can't leave the house. Oh, great. Oh, that's lovely. I've always wanted to haunt one place in my life. I never wanted to travel anywhere. You know, I had no aspirations. I had no desire to teach. No, nothing. It's fine. What's aspirations? Yeah, who really cares anymore? I guess I'll just float through walls for the rest of my life. Um. So... Kelly. She said Kelly. Oh, yes, yes. I said Kelly, not Kelly. I heard (laughs) Kelly. Sorry. I I strangely heard the difference that time, but yes. What? Um, they said to attune to it. If we fucked it up, I wouldn't mind taking the bullet. Or explosion. Though you're more magical. But I also don't want to kill a third person. Because I think <laughs> I might just 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 go take a flying leap off the gorge myself. Cat's going to write in the scroll at that point. Please don't blow up the house. We can't leave. Okay, so do it outside. Um. Yeah. Wait, well, they can't leave. Aren't they coming back? If I died doing it, and you would just go and kill yourself anyways. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully one of us will walk away from this. Yeah. Callie's just gonna look manic and, like, depressed and, like, just... The whole gamut of everything that's going on right now! Okay. Are you gonna go outside? Yep. Callie will, but she's gonna try and, like... Hide behind a tree or something okay. in the directionality, so hopefully she doesn't get hit by. Can we get a, a a idea of how big the blast was from like the damage on the house? I'd say about thirty feet. Okay, so go like fifty feet back, Kelly. Yeah, she's gonna kind of and peek okay. around a tree a little bit. This was my miss. I killed them. In, but I don't know if they're coming back. So I'm gonna take this. If we messed up, 
I deserve it. Okay. You gonna try to activate it? Sure. Okay. Stepping down into the crunchy snow. You're going outside to do this, right? Yes. After okay. <laughs> them saying, don't do this in the house. Sounds good. You leap down and um, land the 20-foot drop. Walk out into the center of the center of the field in front of you, directly before the tree line and the outhouse. Activating this is surprisingly easy. It takes you about 10-ish minutes to attune to it, because I use 10-minute attunements. Um, you know, we'll say it takes an hour. Why not? And you automatically, when that time is done, know how to activate it. As you walk out into the center of the field, all you have to do is raise it high and will it to work. Do you? He, she will, but as she's walking out, she's kind of like mumbling. Again, she's mumbling, I'm sorry. And she's going to start saying like, almost on like a manic loop of like Lysithian, Cat, and Amora. Like she's going to just kind of go in that kind of manic loop and then she'll raise that as she says that. As you raise Allie's it above gonna your head. gonna yell from behind the tree, don't die! As Not allowed! It, as you raise it above your head, the coal at the center begins glowing bright gold again, as if lit by a candle flame. The gyros begin spinning, the rings looping one after the other. They begin to glow golden. But the color stops, it doesn't turn white. It doesn't go too hot. And in your hand, it continues spinning, 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 spinning in the ephemeral plane. Macritus looks over at you. If this works, then it was, it was worth it. If it, and then suddenly, it begins spinning brighter and brighter. And there is a pulse of magic that echoes out from your palm, Vistra. A wave that washes over all the way, all the way to where Kali is. And a single beam of golden light fires up into the sky. Suddenly the sky is illuminated. Even Kali with her short vision is able to see it. But Vistra, with your, with your totem eyes, you can see all the way into the clouds where the line of light punches into the cloud cover like throwing a boulder into a mossy lake. It parts the clouds overhead. You have no idea how long it, how long it took. How long were you in there? How long were you working? How many hours? It was four? Three? When you arrived here, the sun was just setting. the glow, at least, for there is no sun in Icewind Dale these days. But as the beam strikes up above, the clouds will echo and part. And as they do, a ray of sunlight touches down on the house and clearing. For the first time in years, you are touching sunlight. The golden glow 
bathes down on you, and it is so bright for just a moment that you fear that the snow will melt and melt you away like the explosion of energy. And as the house is irradiated in the glow of morning light, in the ephemeral plane, in the ethereal, Macritus turns and looks at you, flaming eyes on that giant head. Fuck yeah, he says, and fades away to nothingness. Moving on. But that's not all that happens. The light continues to glow. And in your spirit forms, you can feel it glowing at you. The light is coming down in solid waves like a crashing waterfall, and in the center of it you see a silhouette. A silhouette even brighter. Even brighter than the sun. Tall. Beautifully proportioned. Masculine build with long elven ears. Do each of you speak elven? I know that you do. Does Katarina? In Elven, you hear a voice. You've done well. You've brought light back to this place. It is a small light. But fire begins from a spark. And every dawn begins with a single ray of sunlight. You have brought my adherent peace, and you have returned hope, if a small fraction of it, to Icewind Dale. Let me pay you in kind. Suddenly, you gasp. You're laying in the center of the main room. Your bodies fully healed. Air burns the inside of your lungs. Outside in the ray of sunlight, Vistra and Kali, both of you will feel your wounds completely close. Any that weren't closed throughout the night will suddenly be washed away, and you will just see reflected in the sun for a moment what you swear it was probably just looking at bright light for a second but you swear you saw the outline of an elf standing in the sunlight for a moment and then it was gone Lysithian you take a breath and you're even in your Lysithian form Lysithian. Before Kat manages to speak, there's one more thing that happens. Okay. As you are coming back to, the being looks at you. Do you know who I am? You can make me a religion roll if you'd like. Yes. It's gonna be big poopy, but let me add my modifiers. That's going to be 11. 
11. I'll let you roll with advantage given the situation, actually. I'll let you roll with advantage. Still gonna be that 11. I'm gonna take Still that. Still gonna be that 11? <laughs> You're not sure. But obviously a being of some great power. You've spent many years as an elf. The voice is low and strong and gentle. Is it what you would like to be? While my abilities as what I truly am are useful. It is not what you truly are, but who you are that matters. Choose. The choice is yours. But it is your choice. With this, Lysithian will have an instinctive choice. They can choose to come back as normal or to come back as a fully realized high elf. Probably moon elf, that is. They are a high elf, so. Yeah, I know, but it's a different flavor, right? (laughs) Yes. Which do you choose? I want to be an elf. And so you are. And so you always were. And Kat, you're going to take a a gasping breath as you come back and are going to turn around and see Lysithian um, materialize on the ground around their skeleton. Uh, Lysithian, we will change your sheet after game. You are now a full moon elf. Because, uh, and as you do this, you will immediately recognize, well, you know what, maybe you won't, maybe you will. But as you come back, you are, you are an elf. What do you two do? Um, well, after, after waking up, looking around, being like, oh my God, oh my God, we're alive. She's gonna turn around, look at Lysithian and just be like, we're not dead and I don't uh, and, know and, how. And she's going to like like rush up and uh, like rush up to to Lysithian and and go to give them a hug and be like, hug, hug, hug. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then and just kind of like rest like like that for 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 just a second and be like, oh. I don't get it. Cat. Neither do I. Can you make me a religion roll, cat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um. Is that big poo poo? <laughs> no, that's actually that's not too bad. That was a fifteen. What do you think happened? Well. Do you see that elf? Oh, maybe maybe they're the counterpart to Oral. I don't really know. I I don't but know. Do you, do we want to go see what the other two are doing? 
<laughs> and Kat's gonna look, gonna like, go up to the window and and see the it, it's still uh, sunshine out there, right? It's morning dawn streaming down from a break in the clouds on the cabin. Uh, Kat is going to just like she's going to like vault through the window and just run down into the clearing and just and just go into the middle of the sunshine and just go, oh my god, it's sunshine! Ah! I was gonna say, is that once it kind of like died down to the point the thing wasn't really being too, too active and it was clearly mm-hmm. safe, Callie was gonna go out and be like, do like little circles in the I sun. I was gonna say, Vistra is like head down crying. She's like, yeah. She's 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 not okay at this point. She's like, I did it, but fuck this, they're dead. Still? Yeah, and, and and at that point, Katarina is probably going. Yeah, she's going to like go right into the middle, and just be like, oh, I forgot how good the sun felt. Okay, ah. I'm going to pick up. A, I'm going to make a snowball, and nail Vistra on the back of the head. All right. So now you remember the part in the Lord of the Rings where it turns out Frodo survived and everybody comes running in. Slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. Slow yeah. Yeah. laughing, that's awkward for everyone. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Like, Callie's gonna die? launch herself at the other two. Vistra thinks where she died. She thinks he's like this is like a, an illusion or something. Hey, dwarf. What? Did, did <laughs> I die? <laughs> Snowball to the face. <laughs> You, you, get snow, what? you get snow directly in the face. It explodes and falls down the bits and crevasses of your outfit. And, and at that point, you know, Kat's going to come up to Vistra. Right, right after Vistra says, did, did I die? She's going to go up to her, uh, up to Vistra, you know, tap her on the shoulder and be like, no. But you gave it your best shot. <laughs> no more trying to die. All right. That's our job. Guys are back? For real? Uh, she's going to poke. <laughs> poke yourself in the face be like, yeah, as far as I can tell. Allie's gonna, gonna reach like, up and pinch you hard. Yeah, Ow. but she's gonna like try and hug them both, being like, you're gonna make sure you're not you're different, flesh. but real. It's me, Ooh. kind of. Ow, Callie, that's my butt. I know. Just I checking was testing this. it. Yeah, testing the firmness, I guess. It is a very yes, nice butt. You're going to crack my ribs. I'm sorry, sorry, butt. sorry. I'm just so happy I didn't kill you. I killed you, but I didn't kill him. So I sorry, didn't... I didn't mean to kill you. I don't blame you. I mean, I kind of do because it totally was your fault, but like, I don't hold it against you. It was an accident. You didn't know what it was going to do. Yeah, exactly. It was an accident, so I don't hold yeah. it against you. It was that other dude's fault for making it and leaving it lying around in the first place. Yeah, no, they didn't leave a note or anything, but it would have been hard to leave a note because they were dead. But they passed over. Fixing it let them pass over, so, like, you let the ghost free and then there was an elf spirit or something. It was made of light, and Uh, at least that's what I saw. So this area is fairly small, right? That it's fixing? Uh, it's definitely this clearing right here. Uh, Callie, as Lysissian says that, though, um, you can go ahead and make me a religion roll with advantage because you found that amulet. Oh. 18. The way that they're describing it. That's Lathander, the Morning Lord. 
one oh. of the gods. Is that that sounds like the Morning Lord? What's his face? Was um, see, he was wearing a pendant for. Oh, I suppose that makes sense then. Wait, you and she'll guys hold it out and kind of shake god? it in their faces. <laughs> I suppose. I guess they... that's why you're back. Yeah. Well, guys, 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 this is probably tracking a lot of attention. Yeah, we know we should go. Yeah. Bright light shines from the east, a cold, hateful light. You now see that this is bright blue light that pierces through the bits of snow that dance around on the wind. Allie's going to go grab all those blueprints, shove them in her bag, and just... No, we're going! This was going to grab the thing. Can, Can she try and grab and shut it off? off everybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, dicks. Oh, dicks. Oh, oh no! <laughs> well, there's my nat 20 for That's the going night. to be a 7. 24. 19. Right. Dirty 20. Okay, so hold on one sec. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, that's good for them. Actually, it's better for you. Uh, and then... Okay, that's very good for you, actually. All right, so, uh, Christine, you had a 24? Okay. Uh, anybody else have above that? Okay, anybody else have above 20? 20. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, what'd you have, Lysithian? Seven. Seven? Okay. Well, hey, you're down... Uh, you're not the lowest, actually. Um... Okay, so Cali, Vistra, Cat. Uh, okay, boop. Boop. Okay, just one moment while I switch to something in my notes. Because I don't have the PDF in front of me at the moment, so I'm using the book. You hear the sound of hissing coming from the east and there. As you rush inside, rush up and grab grab the blueprints again, grabbing everything that you can, you will hear the sound of crushing snow and hissing ice from the east. And that's when you will recognize that you are not alone. From the eastern tree line, several shapes emerge, dressed in ragged tribesperson clothing, their faces glowing with white, cold light. A pair of cold light walkers, flying above them, ice methods. At least three, no, four of them, coming into view from the southeast. However... Question. Mm -hmm. Can we turn off sight lines because if it's daylight mm, that is a good point we should actually be able to see the whole map then uh, or at least the outside yes uh, how do I do that would because I, I know we were run, talking about running and grabbing things would Visser had time to run and grab the thing or I guess she's holding it isn't there, I'll she just, I'll just turn dynamic, yeah. dynamic lighting off for this cool okay alright so that should be good now um, mm -hmm. grab what thing I was, for, I was holding it, and I didn't put down Yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I don't know what you did thing. with it, but, yeah, like, yeah, you Yeah, never mind, I was it. holding it. Yeah, no, I was holding it for all that. 
Okay. I put it down for some reason. Top of the initiative, Callie, you leap back down after grabbing the things inside. Uh, I'm going to say that you're probably right about here. Um, so uh, you land directly in front of the house, right in the center of the pavilion square, down where you were all having this moment. The other two of you are bundled up next to each other. Callie, you hit the ground, and you see two cold light walkers walking around the side of the building. As okay. you do, these mephits are swarming up as well. These little creepy long-nosed demons made of ice and sleet. Well. And on the wind, you hear one voice hiss coldly as you land. You recognize it from the cave of the berserkers. You know not what you've done. All must be frozen. The Ice Maiden's voice echoes on the cold wind. Uh, it is your turn. will make a really rude gesture towards the air. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. I like being unfrozen. Thank you very much. Flaming sphere. Sounds good. All right. Where are you casting that? Um, right between these guys because it's stuff within five feet of it. Okay. So you can um, do it between the, the ones who are coming up from the bottom. You'll hit these two. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to do that. It's five foot diameter. Cool. Um, I'm going to cast it at a third level. Sounds good. Go ahead. And uh, that's a deck save for me when it appears, right? Yes. Uh, I got one success, one fail. 17 and a four. Okay. Okay, that is... Okay, so that's 15 for the one who failed, okay. and half that for the other. A fire okay. damage. Uh, that is going to be that. Uh, Alright, a flaming sphere erupts out of nothingness and rolls toward these two methods. One of them gets hit straight in the core with it and will scream high-pitched as its body melts away into nothingness and it's going to poof. Uh, the other one is going to fly away, only losing its legs as it shifts around the side of this um, of this glowing orb of fire. Mm -hmm. So now it's an action to cast it and it's a bonus action to move it. So yeah, you can. Can that be done? Like I'm not quite sure, but based on reading it, because it does say they take damage when they end their turn next to it. Uh, they take damage when it first appears as well, right? We. That's the thing. Hmm. I don't know. Based on a direct quick. reading of it, I am not 100 percent sure, but we have done that in the past. I think that it's cooler if it happens that way, and I think that's the most important thing of the game. Uh, but let me just check it real quick. Uh, Flaming sphere. Five, it appears in an occupied space and that ends its turn within five feet. Um, okay, so I th actually, you, you know what? I kind of think that it would. No, so cause it I on think. The moment, but. So I don't actually think it does. Yeah. But what you can do, you summon it, yeah. and then you can immediately use your bonus action to ram someone with it. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is because 
because that's the way that it's actually written. Uh, I will just negate the damage on the second one, the one that saved, and you just hit the first one because with that roll, he was toast. Anyway, so that slammed into the first one. That's your bonus action, and I think you're done for the turn. Yeah. Except for movement. I'm not going to move. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I have a square on the battle here. Oh, I guess I can't. All right. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay. And what? I'm just going to move that as you see fit. All right. So that slams into one of them, burning it to a crisp. Vistra, you are up. You see the two cold light walkers are shambling in at, at high speed from the east, coming around the base of the stairwell there. One of the methods is flying up the stairs, probably coming up for for an attack over you, but your keen eagle eyes saw that coming. What else do you do? Ooh, um, raid. Well, I'm quite upset. It's been a day. Um, I would like to rage. Oh, I would like you to rage. Um, question. Would, because it's been a bit, do I remember doing like, do I remember my attacks affecting these guys a lot? when we last fought them. I mean, you killed one. Okay, cool. Alrighty, so Visser, I've, I've already done the math. Mm-hmm. Whoops, let's, let's grab my thing. So Visser's gonna run okay. up to this guy with her 35 feet up to the west. She's gonna go, she's gonna kind of yell, pointing out the ice method going up the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. But she's gonna run for the cold light walker right close to the firewood shed thing. All right. Next to the outhouse, yes? Yes. Oh, that's the outhouse? That this is this is the outhouse right here, Oh, yes. that's the outhouse. Yeah, I was okay. okay. Yeah, she's, so she's rushing right up, you're going to pass the outhouse with your great axe pulled. The cold light mm-hmm. walker looks at you with its glowing face. It's emitting so much light, like, like a beacon lantern. 40 feet of it, 20 of it, very, very bright. Enough that you have to squint as you're rushing. Um, and I would like to take two swings at him. I'd like you to try. Well, I'm going to attack recklessly, and I'm going to do great weapon fighting on both of them. So minus five plus ten? Yes. Okay, sounds good. Best of luck. Thank you. Advantage with minus five? Yep. Okay, that one's going to (laughs) miss. Because I rolled a six and a one. So minus five would be a one to hit. Does that hit? It does not hit. Do you have inspiration? Oh, no, you can't use that on inspiration because you've already used advantage. It's fine. That's the first attack. Okay, the first one whiffs. It's too bright. You bring it in close. It leans back, and you will cut through the light where you thought its throat was. There we go. That's the use of the reckless attack. That is a natural 20 right there. All right, roll me double damage. And uh, so... Add 10. (laughs) Add 10 to the top of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, double damage. That's also, we're being raided by our friends at Dungeon Knights, so I guess. Hi, Dungeon Knights. All right, we have to do big math here. Um, I mean, you're rolling 2d12. And then I add all my range stuff. Which, yeah, is always the same. You don't double it. I know. I know. No, I know. I know. I oh, think yeah, you're adding right. plus 17. Yeah, I would. Thank you. That, yeah. that is a lot easier than just adding all the numbers at once, different times, you know? It's just smarter. Smarter. Just get your DM to do the math for you. Exactly. Act stupid, and the DM will do it for me. All right, so that's 10. Please don't make more. me offload more of my brain power I'm into kidding, things. I'm kidding. I just... Um, so 18 plus 17. 18 plus 17? Um, yeah, that's I mean, math. that's 35. 35. Wow. I'm just not on it today. Okay. 
All right. So yes, thirty points of uh, thirty-five 35. points of damage. Okay. As I swing into his, trying to aim for his like chest area, just gonna go in front. You slam into the side of this creature, driving your axe into its frame. Light is going to spill out of the corpse that you split open in front of you, and it's Vistra. You hear on the light as it burns into your face. I'm spending a hearth the more. Figured. Uh, that's a hit, my friend. Uh, that is going to be a... Ooh, yep, that's going to be a... Yeah. So, uh, I am going to hit you for sure. But you're raging, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And I'm resistant to cold damage, so that's also You nice. are. That is going to be 14, 16 points of bludgeoning damage as it okay. cranks you in the face, which turns to 8. Yep. And then you are going to take... If I can find another d6. There we go. Uh, you are going to take... Six, uh, another 12 points of cold damage turns into 6. So Sweet. you should take a total of 14 points of damage as it hits you and you'll feel your jaw swell as it punches you directly in the face and ice begins to creep over the beard on your chin and jaw. Um, you're just applying ice to the wound. You're supposed to do that when you get hit. So thank you. Make me a con save. Oh, shit. I'm not good at those. Wait, you con. Think you, con. Oh, you should be good yeah. at those. If not, you're... Actually, I am. Yes, I am. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm always thinking wisdom. Stop. I'm always thinking wisdom. Stop whining. You always tell me to do wisdom, and I suck at those. Okay, that is nice. Um, 25. 25. The light that spills out of it hits you dead in the face, but you are able to shut your eyes and lean into the blow. Uh, do you do anything? I believe that's your full action. Katarina, that's my full you, action back. You are up. Vistra has ran up and engaged one of the cold white walkers, which smashed into her. Another one is approaching from the side of her. What do you do? Okay, well, the two southernmost ice methods... Yes. Um, those, I'm assuming, are made out of ice, correct? As far as you can tell, they look like they are little demons made of ice and snow. Okay, well, Katarina has had a day. Um, <laughs> she has had a day. Uh, so she's going to come up here b uh, beside Lysithian, and she is going to drop a shatter right between these two, so it hits both of them. Because that's a 10-foot uh, radius sphere. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, she's, go she's going to uh, come out, point at them, and then just go, It is time to get Thunderstruck! And uh, make me a uh, con save, please. And if they are inorganic, it is disadvantaged. Uh, they are not inorganic. Uh, I have a nat 20 and an 11. Oh. Well, one is a fail. All right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm casting this at fourth level, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I always say um, that before I roll, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, I thought I had, but yeah, I just realized that I hadn't. But, That's okay. Yeah. So it is, it is being dropped. Here we go. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, that's going to be 31 points for uh, the fail and 15 for the save. Okay. All right. So this is which spell again? This is... Shatter. Shatter. All right. 
Uh, that's um, thunder damage, by the way. Thunder damage rolls out and slams into them. Uh, one of them, the one at the front, is going to duck out of the way and move further into the bushes, but the one on the other side of the fire is going to explode in a burst of ice. Okay, and Robin will be right back. Okay, that is going to be... Oop. Okay, that drops to... You said 15 for the second one? Yeah, 15 for the one that's saved. Okay, sounds good. Are you doing anything else with your action? Bonus um, action, anything else? Uh, yes, actually. She's uh, she's going to just uh, uh, look to her right at, Le- at Lysithian and, and just be like, go mess, some, go mess some shit up, okay? Have some fun and take a D8. Part of inspiration. All right, so guess what? It's my turn now. Because Lysithian uh, has also had a day. The ice meth. No. The ice meth that ducked into the undergrowth surges forward and lines up uh, directly next to you, Katarina. Swinging the long way around, I need Katarina, Lysithian, and Callie to all make me a deck save. As he goes. Nineteen. All right. Nineteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Okay, you will all succeed. Uh, you are all going to take one point of cold damage as this thing breathes a cone of cold at all of you. We uh, have our... Cat and I have our full HP back because we got rest. You all have right? your full HP back. Cool. Oh, do we? Oh! Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I said that to you when you were still in the sunbeam. Oh, I didn't realize that. I only heard I, it for those two. No, yeah. I said all of your wounds healed in the sunlight. Yeah. Oh, Okay. That, um, see, I heard that, but I didn't click that that meant mm-hmm. bring out my hit points to full. Well, that's going to be a little nicer. Okay. All right. 14. Yeah, I was looking at that kind of a little worried. <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm at 35 hit points. That's not Cat, great. another method flies down behind you. And uh, what's your armor class? You're muted. Uh, it is 15. What you got for me? Uh, which I've got. Uh, you're gonna take one hit point worth of damage as this thing scratches along the side of your face, trying to. It's more like just like an icicle grazed you than anything. Methods um, are not particularly tough at your level. All right, so that is you and you. Uh, now it is my turn. The cold light walker is going to take its action. Uh, since it's not just using a hurt the more, and is going to try to strike you twice, Vistra. All right, once is coming in with a 17. Yep, I'll hit. And twice is coming in with a 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is going to be... Ooh, this is beautiful. Uh, so that is... Okay. One second. Eight plus... Okay, and math rocks. Okay. Ooh, that's beautiful. That's less beautiful. Okay, and that is... I'm just going to give it to you um, with each hit, and I'm going to reduce it just in advance for you, okay? So so you're going to give me the damage I'm gonna as give you, what I put? Yeah, I'm going to give you the full damage after your cold negation and rage negation, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you're, so you're, yeah, you're going to give it to me halved. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. 
Sounds good. Okay, so the first hit is going to strike you directly in the stomach. You're going to feel it punch through some of your clothing. You're going to take 18 points of damage after all negations. Uh, and the next one is going to be another slam across your face. That one is going to deal a measly 11 points of damage after your negations. Cool. Um, do you want me to make two con saves? Uh, no, because I... Okay. Uh, I am going to instead use it on... Ooh, no, slightly out of my range. Damn. Um, okay. So, you know what? Yeah, I actually I am going to use it as my bonus action against you again. Just one or two? Uh, I only use it once, so one con save, please. Okay, I, th I thought it was just with the hit that I have to make the con save. I didn't nope. know it was an extra thing. No, okay. no, no. Basically, it's just expanding its light and trying to blind oh, you Oh, trying to blind me. Okay, I thought it was something to do with the cold, because that's what we've done a lot. Um... 18. 18? All mm -hmm. right. Ooh, did someone else buy me another Hurt for More? No, someone okay. did. Oh, yes. All right. So you an 18? All right. You are not yeah. blinded. You are fine. Lysithian, you are up, my friend. What are you doing? All right. So these motherfuckers right here. Uh, so this douchebag who's just hitting on... Actually, no, I... Callie's right there. Callie's at the top of the initiative. So what I'm going to do is I'm I think going I know to what do... you're going to do. Do you? Well, given the way that that Vista is placed, you can easily put a sphere right here. <laughs> yeah, if I if I put it about right there, would I be able to not hit Vista with a fireball? Uh, uh yes, you'd also hit part of the house though, but if you put it down here, it'd probably be safer. Yeah, if I do it right there, that's totally fine. So, you, I'm yep. going to <laughs> Is that was that what you were planning? Yes. Of course. That's why it I didn't get in between the two. I figured that that would happen at some point. <laughs> I'm going. To oh my god, the barbarian pull... learned something. I know. I'm going to pull the bat guano out of my hands and like smear it across them with the sulfur, and conjure the moat of fire and just shoot it right behind the. Cold All right. Waters. So two deck saves. It is. Uh, that is a. I have a thirteen and a five. So the five there's is a this success. thing called failing. Oh. I'm, and then I'm there's not... failing twice. Oh. I Who mean did that. Hayden, I went to high school. I know what it's like to fail at things. <laughs> oh, me too. I dated Hi. in high school. I know what it's like to fail. <laughs> oh, fucking same, bro. Oh. My marriage from high school failed. Uh, oh. Ooh, too far, too far. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back a notch. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. Too far. See. Abort. Abort. <laughs> No, bad. Oh, Nacker did redeem a hurt them more. Beautiful. And then James redeemed one, but he didn't say who for. Well, it was a determination that James redeemed. Four, five, six. Is that all my thing? Yeah. So there's here's six out of the eight. Oh God. Did I? No, I'm rolling the eights like a dumb cunt. All right. I apologize. It's like an automatic. So one, two, three, four. Lysithian has a potty mouth. <laughs> right? You're surprised by this? I was not expecting that, though. <laughs> okay. okay, so six. Seven, We're just trying to make seven, all of the, the Commonwealth people feel 16? home using those type of swears. Oh, like, yee. You gotta... All of, our, all of the Australian fans where I've watched I've watched enough episodes of Rake, I know that's That's pretty... gonna be 26 oh, yeah. points of damage. 26 each? Ooh, lot. that is a good hit. Nice. There. I rolled a lot of six. <laughs> yes. Very sixy. 
All right. The fireball explodes directly behind the cold light walkers, catching them in the back. They hiss as the cold escapes them out of their burning bright light. Uh, Lysithian, are you casting anything else with your bonus action? Doing anything else with your movement? Uh, let me double check. I don't think... I don't have any bonus action spells, so that is just going to be me. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Next, it is the Cold Light Walker. Um, the, ooh, this one is... Oh, 60 feet. I can do that from here. Uh, Lysithian, you know what? See. Uh, I need you to... Ooh, this is just an attack. Never mind. What's your AC right now? Um, if it hit, it's 13, but if it hits uh, highest shield... Which 14 is coming right at you. Cool. Shield. My AC is now 18. A ray of cold uh. strikes directly at your face, and you're going to reflexively cast a shield that glances it off. This ray begins to crystallize and frost over the shield that you've summoned up for that brief moment. Uh, the Cold Light Walker is going to spend my other... Actually, no, I have... Yeah, okay. He's going to spend the other hurt them more in frustration and is going to walk up to Vistra and take its attack. Vistra, that is going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't get two attacks out of this, sadly. But what I can get is this. Vistra, combined totals coming at you. That's going to be 10, 12, 20, 3... All right, 23, 25. All right, you're going to take, it's going to come up behind you and strike you in the side, uh, dealing uh, 25, so 12, 12 points of mixed damage coming in, cool. cold and bludgeoning. It slams into you, uh, and I think that was my last hurt the more. I've spent two already, I believe. Pretty sure that's all you've gotten so Yeah, far. you've only gotten two. Okay. Well, there's still time. Okay, all right, that was the Cold Light Walker. Now the Ice Mephit... The, they've all moved. Okay, yeah, that one's dead. What am I doing? Okay, Callie, back at the top of the initiative. Your flaming sphere is still chilling down here at next to the next to the outhouse. Yes. Would you like so, to use your bonus action to do rammy rammy? Yeah, so... Right up there. All right, that's a deck save for me, right? Yes. Uh, that's a nine. <laughs> Uh, that is 15 points of damage, fire uh, damage. Actually, it's 30, but hey, <laughs> who's counting? Uh, your fire, your your globe of fire goes and strikes the ice method in the back, and it will explode in a cacophony of steam and ice. Uh, Katarina, you were just outside of its range and ice is going to fly past you in a shrapnel, just barely missing you. These things are volatile. Callie, what are you doing with your action? Now, from what I can see, does it seem like anything more is following these or is this just the just, only group It seems us? like this right now. All right. You um, see nothing else on the horizon. And it's bright enough out here right now that... She's going to shift over here. Rushing down to the south, you duck behind some trees. Yeah. Kind of just get out of the immediate line of attack from some okay. of these. So that she and can the... keep maneuvering this fireball around. Okay. Are you doing anything with your action? Do you have any other spells or anything you want to cast? I don't think there's anything I can really cast. 
Um, Tangle or? Mm. Well, I would have to have it healing. Mm. I don't know. Um, no, I think I'm good. Okay, sounds good. Uh, rushing down to the south, you keep maneuvering your fireball around. Vistra, it's your turn. You're flanked by a pair of cold light walkers. They burn at you with their cold, blinding light. What do you do? Ah, first, Vistra's like, fuck you, Ice Beach. And she'll take two more swings at... We'll do one for each of them. One for each of them? Kind of like do like a little whirlwind with her axe. Okay, are you reckless attacking? Yes. Okay, are you using... And yes, I would like to do great weapons. All in, let's do it. Bits of their bits of their clothing is still on fire, still burning from the fireball that's smoldering behind them. The explosion still echoes in your ears as you raise your axe up and swipe it down for a. First one is a nineteen to that's hit. That's a hit. And then a natural twenty for the second one. Okay, so we'll say the first the first one was on the first one. So roll me a d twelve and add uh, seven to it. Oh, pardon me, add seventeen to it. Seventeen. Um, 21 points for that one. All right, bringing your axe down, you are going to slam it into the corpse's head. Well, well, it was a corpse. The cold light walker is going to drop to the ground, and suddenly the light is going to extinguish like a candle being snuffed. There is only a dead tribesman on the ground now. Cool. You spin and use the momentum to bury your axe in its neighbor. Roll me damage twice. Yeah, I did. What'd you get? I got two ones. Uh, and Great Weapon Master doesn't allow you to do that, right? That's a different feat? Yeah, that's a different one. I think uh, it's like Great Weapon something. It's something other that's great something fighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to be a whopping 19 points of damage with my crit there. Fuck! I mean, that's that's still pretty good. I'm pretty uh, good, but I did 17 with a normal with one hit, not right. a crit. Slamming <laughs> into its stomach, uh, you, you see like blood and light pour out over it and uh now uh it is going to be cat's turn all right so i just need to turn my music down just a touch um with a 10 foot radius there's no way i could hit the ice method and the cold cold light walker is there uh they're a good 30 feet away from each other yeah that's what that's what i thought um okay well, uh, another question for you. Another answer. Um, did Cat's violin survive with her pack? I'm sorry, there were casualties. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry for all of the senseless violins. Uh, 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 okay. Well, in that case, um, that cold light walker should probably leave the field of play. I mean, maybe. What are you gonna do? I am going to. Uh, I'm gonna use a bonus action mm-hmm. to uh, impose uh, an anti-bardic dice on its saving throw. Okay. Uh, What's that? Uh, shatter. Is what I'm going to cast on it. Uh, and then, yeah, the, it's my Bardic College feat that allows me to... Yep. I can't remember the name of it, though, but... Uh, it's when it's your Bardic ability for College of... Um, College of Eloquence, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so she's gonna look at this thing and just be like, there is not a chance in hell you're ruining my sunshine today. Um, and it is going to take a minus seven to a con save. I believe in myself. I believe in the heart of the dice. I shouldn't have. Did you that's fail? A, that's a negative two. Okay. <laughs> that I think you failed. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure this thing's dead, Kelly. Let me just roll this up. We'll see. I I really hope it is. I rolled almost max on this. Uh, it's gonna be thirty points of damage. Ooh, that's a good hit. I hope it's toast. I want it to be toast. All right. Your shatter rips out across the across the field, striking in as you shout at it. Like, what's what's your what's your what's your evocation for this? Do you just uh, go like, what? Yeah, yeah. Her, her evocation for it is basically telling it to get thunderstruck. Or okay. if she has her violin, she rips out a, a the big intro to a song that everybody should probably know. Yeah. We're not gonna. It's probably gonna get us copyrighted. Exactly. We, we, so we know what we, you're talking about. Yeah, we know what we're talking yeah. about. So, yeah, the thunder rolls by Garth Brooks, obviously. Exactly. Um, all right. So, uh, you strike with the shatter. It buckles back for a moment, and then <sighs> limpingly s- straightens back up near death. A fantastic hit on Katarina's behalf, though. All right, the ice method behind you is going to take this opportunity and is going to strike at you. Okay, make me an opportunity attack, please. Okay, did it botch? It botched, yes. Nice. Uh, that's a nat 20. Are you shitting me? I'm not, I'm not oh, even. That's beautiful. This is my first nat 20 of the night. Uh, okay, roll me double damage. All right, uh, so this should be with my rapier. Uh, okay, here we go. God. Uh, that's going to be, uh, 15, and I add my dex to that, right? Yep. Uh, so that'll be a... I add, just add dex once on this one, though, right? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, you cool. Only, so, you only add numbers once, you add dice twice. Yes, that's, that's what I thought. Perfect. Alright, uh, so that's gonna be a 19 worth of damage. 19 points worth of damage. It snarls behind you. Almost like it's trying to like strike the most intimidating pose as it attacks you. And then it taps you on the shoulder. And at that point, you just kind of. At, at that point, I'm thinking, so do I, did I kill it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So at that point, I'm thinking like as it taps it to get my attention. Cast is going to like, um, like side eye the thing, take her sword out, just up through its uh, up giant through its, nose. Like, yeah, like just like like right up here, out through the top of its head, and then just it's going to just it. Ex- oh, it explodes into a bunch of pieces. So I need you and uh, Lysithian to both make me a deck save. Natural twenty. <laughs> That's a fa- that. Oh. 18 is not a fail, I don't think. 18 is not a fail. So it'd be a total of 23. Uh, okay. And I got a total of like 20, like five. Lysithian, you are going to duck out of the way as this explodes, like sliding on your knees a bit to get out of the way. Um, you're going to take zero damage. Cat, uh, I'm sorry. You're going to take a single hit point of cold damage. <laughs> 
through this thing. Yeah, it really was not having fun with its it life. It didn't have a good day. Okay, uh, Cold Light Walker 1 is, uh, pardon me, this last Cold Light Walker is about to be up, but unfortunately, Lysithian's first. Lysithian, what do you do? So, I'm going to reach into my component's pouch and pull out a small diamond and start muttering component, or just muttering words. And I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb and launch it uh, using uh, fire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to launch it directly into the facial region. The facial the region light. of this thing? All right. Of the is, Cold Light Walker. Is that this a save is, or a... It's just an attack roll. All right, and I'm going it. to add in my D8 from Cat. Could do it. Oh, do it. Spell. Never heard yeah. of it. It's so cool. It's good. Uh, so it's going to be. I guess we're going to hear what it does. 13. Mm -hmm. uh, 20 to hit. That is a hat. Hell yeah, bitch. Give it to uh, me. So what do we got? Eh! So seven. 16 points of damage. What does this look like when it dies? So as I cast it and I launch the chromatic orb directly into its face, it just hovers there for a moment, and I snap my fingers, and it explodes. As it explodes, the figure vanishes, leaving behind a burned and blasted body next to Vistra. There is nothing else to fight here. And as you catch your breath and the echo of those many explosions, you can hear something in the distance. Two things, as a matter of fact. You can hear a voice on the wind. You do not know what you have done. All must remain frozen. But the voice trails off as the wind blows. The dawn light is becoming a bit dimmer as the clouds struggle to overtake it, but still, the summer star fights to keep the spell alive. And as you catch your breath for a brief moment, you hear something else. Birds. One of the wintering birds flies over, and for the first time, lands on the side of the black cabin. It crows and looks down at you. In the light of day. I think this is where we're going to call game for the night. So, hey, folks, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Rhyme of the Frostman. I got a kill to you. Yeah. I'm sure going to note. I'm going to note. Callie's going to make sure that those bodies are completely disintegrated with fire so they can't be resed and used again. Yeah. Oh, yeah no. I will like, help She's going to hold down. that flaming sphere on them. Nice. Nice. Well, I did you guys have fun tonight? <sighs> yes. Oh, fun. my God. That I was, was like, all right, guess I'll start rolling a new character. I was super not excited to have to make a new character because I love cats so much. But I know. Oh, God, I, I would have been just freaking so out. Like, ah, if it had been oh. Callie, I'm like, honestly, I was like, oh my Callie. God, this is the worst character to kill two party members because she's already feeling 
oh, yeah, regret for killing her sister. So like, I don't know how she would fucking come out of this. Well, I mean, like considering the fact that you know, like one after it happened, my reaction was just like, yeah, you you did that face for, for twenty like, minutes for a quite a while because I'm just like I'm processing and trying to figure out what just happened. And I will say, but, so everybody oh. who is watching right now before game, I turned to my players and I said what I always say before I do something bad, which is, I need you to trust me. Yeah, I, I say true. this before any major game, and I think this is something that I think most DMs should do, yep. is say, yep. I need you to trust me. Do you trust me? Because I'm going to take us somewhere cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, don't do that on final episodes. On final episodes, yeah. screw them. Let the dice fall where they may. But uh, <laughs> on this one, I'm like, don't cry on camera. Let the RP rule. I could like cry on can I can't cry in my blue, man. I'll yeah, to, to be to be and fair, and it doesn't work anymore if I start um, melting off. Oh god, yeah. Uh, to to be fair, when uh, once Kat had like run out into the into the clearing and everyone was like, ah, I had a little bit of a tear come down. Oh, oh. I saw I saw you wiping your face. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Also, I love I, I love our chat. I love our viewers so much. Oh Thank my you god, guys. they're so they're amazing. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Also, good to see DM Mike there. Soul Soul Omen just said that if Callie had been killed, the game would have ended. Aww. So Thank you, Soul. So, uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning in this episode of the Ram of the Frostbaden. I hope that you tune in next Tuesday or, or Thursday on YouTube for our first episode of Candlekeep Mysteries. It's going to be great. And don't forget that we run a lot of D&D on this channel. It's not just Rhyme of the Frostbaden. We'd love to see you over here for Shards of Nern, which is a really easy one to kind of jump in. We've got, like, catch-ups before every game. Uh, and Reign of Emery's, if you're looking for some homebrew with a really good story that's easily accessible, we're only on episode four right now, going into five on Friday. Um, so and then we've got lots of other games so it'd be great and uh, we'd love to see you there because y'all are great and my, my background just shifted green uh, so with that I think it's going to be good night from us right good, good night everybody night. bye Rhyme of the Frostmaiden is a Dork Tales production it's Dungeon Master's Kelly Clark and it stars Hayden Davio as Lasithian Callisto Robin Halford as Vister Dankill Mike McGee as Katarina Firestring and Christine Rattray as Callie Thornhill. To watch us live, visit twitch.tv slash dorktales, or you can view our back catalog on youtube.com slash dorktales. Want to help dorktales grow? Rate and leave us a review and share us with your friends. Our opening theme is Cold Journey by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Winter Night, also by Alexander Nakarada. A full list of the music used in this episode is available in the show notes below. Ambient music and sound effects are by tabletopaudio.com, one of the best free tools for dungeon masters anywhere. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and benevolent. Our demonic producer, Sholton, who has a bit of a Faustian pact in mind. Our heroic producer, Nibelheim, who came from afar. The prince of the Patreon, Taryn, who takes levels in generosity. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom. Bob Kessler. Dave, also known as Froggy Legs. Our level 10 hero, Trizelta, also known as James Bododge. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month. Mike McGee and their glorious nails. An actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Mike Baxter, first of his name. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine. 
the mysterious Dark Horse, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the new girl in town, and our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, and Batran. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.